Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. He really made us believe that things are possible. Things are possible. For the next four hours right here together again. Good morning. Welcome to K-Rock. Welcome to Klein Alley Show. My name's Klein. There's Allie. Hi. Jake the Nerd. DJ Omar Khan. What's happening? Postmaster Johnny on the phones right now. 800-520-1067. Don't be a stranger. Interaction starting immediately. You can call. You can text. You can join the show. Beer mug is running around back there doing God knows what. God knows. Only God knows. Even God, I think, doesn't know. And God point. is just like, no, I'm sure. Got a well, good God show. God doesn't want to know. God wants <laughs> to know. Good. God, is, God has become an atheist yeah. when he looks at beer mug. Yeah. He's got, like, that man is an oopsies. We got uh, lots and lots to get into today on the show. Of course, congratulations. You know, we're giving away these uh, tickets to go to that final panic show at, in Manchester, England. It's uh, the next stop on the K-Rock World Tour. And part of the reason, I guess, that this is the final show is because Brendan said he's turning the chapter in his life from rock star to dad. We knew that his uh, girlfriend or wife, girlfriend was pregnant, I believe. Anyway, wife, I think wife. wife. Well, she gave birth. I guess they gave birth yesterday. Oh, so, because I thought that the pregnancy announcement was not long ago. That's a know. thing now is you don't announce until it's until like it's about there. to come. Right. Um, so they, they just had the baby, I think, in the last 24 hours. So, Brendan Urie, congratulations from us at K-Rock. Hopefully that doesn't mean you cancel the Manchester show. Or, better yet, you're going to be home with that baby for a few weeks. You're going to realize, I'm unretired. I need to get across the country out of my house. Immediately. And did he post, like, a, hey, this person, you know, this baby was born nope. at this time, blah, 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 and that's their name, or they just did cryptic baby hands? I just saw, I just got the news alert this morning mm-hmm. that for all things. I don't even think they released the name or gender or any of that stuff. Because that's a new thing now, where it's just like, it's a hand, and they oh. don't say what the gender is, they don't say what the name is, they just keep it real anonymous. And it, Oh, I thought they were just giving birth to hands now, like, uh, <laughs> it, you know, no, no, on, no. Uh, the Adams Family. I'm <laughs> like, whoa, that's, that's cool, they can do that now? That's what celebrities do now, Omar, is it's just like a tiny hand, and they hold, they're holding the tiny hand, and they're like, I'm in love. And you're like, with what? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? What is but that? also, Ali, you're part of the problem, because who cares? I right. guess so. It's their life, who cares? I need point. to know it. And to be honest, like most babies all kind of look the same, right? You know, they all totally. do. So baby hands look even more the same. I want to know if they picked a weird name. One That's st- what I want. One stock baby hand model out there. <laughs> they probably picked a cool name like Dom because that was available. They probably took, took that <laughs> one. I guess it was available. <laughs> Every name is available. We got uh, lots to get to today. You know, they're uh, rethinking movie theaters now. It's going to be a very different experience. And uh, there's definitely some mixed reaction on this. We were running around the streets talking to people get their reaction for a variety of things going on, including uh, who they're going to gamble on for the big game. I had a little heart-to-heart with my children about gambling and explained to them that if Daddy loses his bets, we're going to have to sell their toys. 
So oh. we went through their room and uh, helped to pick some toys to sell. They were not happy about that. That's just some of what we have to get to today on the show. And uh, the MILF is back in a big way. 2023 may be the year of the rabbit, but I'm pretty sure it's the year of the MILF. We'll explain and hear your stories. Got that to get to. Get you on that standby boarding list and give you some tickets to Young the Giant. It's all coming up this morning right here on K-Rock. Good morning. Well, good morning. If you want 100 bucks of Valley's money, you'll have that opportunity coming up in just a bit. A lot of people very critical about the contestants that make it onto the air. That could be you. You think you're up for the challenge? Been paying attention to what's been going on in the world? We'll get to some Alley Knows the News uh, in about 10 minutes right here on K-Rock. Your chance to take 100 bucks of her money. What a way to start your day. You could gamble that money away on Sunday, turn that into $1,000. You bet the game goes to overtime. Who knows how much you could actually make with all that cash. You know, uh, we were talking about this yesterday, and some people are either catching up on the podcast or they were listening earlier this morning, but um, just wanted to let you know, Jake, that the world is very divided about your opinion on Portos. You know, you said it was overrated. It is. Um, Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. I'm so disappointed in Cheddar Bay bitch Jake. I usually (laughs) stick up for him, Uh, but his opinion no longer holds any value. (laughs) I don't like that catching on Y'all better be better than Jake today. I know you will. All right. We're going to try. All right. Well, what's another opinion? 3823. I just wanted to say I love Jake. My drunk go-to is egg rolls as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when the guy's guys, uh, barometer is the tiny egg rolls from Jack in the Box... Which are not so tiny because right. he did purchase them right. recently you know. when he tried to get someone to say I love you back to him yeah. in the drive-thru. Didn't try, got it. Mm, did not, not get really, it either. That discussion is continuing to rage on in the office. Big time. Because I don't know. you can't ask for it, which hey. I did. I did. Kibby did. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's what I heard. Yeah, Speaking right. of food, guys, I had a weird, weird-ass thing happen yesterday. I don't know if I handled this properly. I'm sure you're going to say I did not. I had to, uh, once again, I'm still dealing with it. I had to get another rental. This is like my fifth rental car in the last two months because I have to get my car's not fixed still from when I got rear-ended when we were going to SoFi. That was like six months ago. I know. It's been terrible. Every, they, 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 each part, each piece of the car has to get is back-ordered. So like they're like, all right, we have part of the bumper. We have to wait another three months. It's just terrible. Isn't it just one part? Ali, I, I can't explain it either. It's You're right. It sucks. It's annoying, and the, the option is because we have to be here every day. I know car, so I have to walk over the canyon every day to get here, which I think you guys would all find very funny. <laughs> or uh, I got to get these rental cars for like a day at a time. And yesterday, I was at a rental car place, and a guy was helping some people before me. And then he got to me, and it was right around 1 o'clock. And I heard him tell the guy before me, I'm starving, I haven't had lunch yet, this and that. And then he uh, starts helping me, and he goes, I'm going to go out and see what cars we have in the lot. And I was sta- sitting there for... 10 minutes, then 20 minutes. Then it felt kind of long. Then it felt like he'd been out there for a while. So then I kind of do that move where I leave and I go out to see like if I can find to him. just case the place? Yeah, yeah, to see if he's like in the lot. To be like, I'll take whatever. I don't care. I'm not trying to get laid here. I just need a car that gets me to work. Obviously you're not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, We both know our haircuts. And I don't see the guy anywhere. Don't see him anywhere. And the lot's not that big. So I see some other like mechanic back there who's working on stuff and I say uh, hey do you see the guy with like the mustache who like works at the front desk they're like you're at a rental car place everyone here yeah, has a creepy that's all mustache of us. <laughs> and he goes uh, he goes yeah yeah he went to lunch what and, and he say, didn't say anything no and I go what do you mean he went to lunch like oh. in the, like in the alley he's eating a sandwich and he's like oh, he takes his lunch around now I go he was huh. in the middle of helping me and then he, and said then he, he was just gonna, left. He was going to go out and look for a car and then come back in and tell me what he could give me. Whoa, what a move. And he goes, yeah, no, I saw him I saw him drive off to go to lunch. What the hell? So, so, <laughs> I'm, lo- 
So I'm saying maybe that, that was the car. Yeah, he's had gotta go get lunch. He's gonna come back and give it to you. Yeah, yeah but that's the thing is when you're hungry, you can't really think straight. You know, and no. then before you know it, if you're in a car, you're bringing it around, and you're like, "Hey, here I am at In and Out." It's just what right. happening. Yeah, yeah there's a good point. You get in the car, you think you're gonna pull around, and then all of a sudden you get that, that and whiff, then you're like, you get that whiff of like the onions, and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute, I, I gotta am, go there." I am hungry. So I'm like, "What is my protocol now?" I mean, I'm standing there, and like, yeah, I'm I'm frustrated, right, to a certain extent. But yeah, I'm but also, you're also you're also halfway through his lunch break now. You might as well just finish it. Yeah, but but. I also have no option. I have no. I have no way to get anywhere. Like I could get an Uber. I'm surprised they didn't have like a cover guy, you know, covering Dude. you know half for him for a half hour. Yeah, because usually it is. at a restaurant they're like, "I'm about to go on break. This is yeah. Stacy. This guy's taking over. This woman's <laughs> right. Whoever. Right. And you're like, whoa, whoa, he's going to take care of you. Exactly. It's like you brought me my diet coke. Right. I yeah. trust you. You just recommended the tuna. Now you're now you're leaving me with Stacy. <laughs> Stacy's like, don't do it. Yeah, I think everyone's short staffed right now. Like I, I don't mm. think anyone's got uh, people. So the guy just went to lunch. Now I don't. So I'm standing there going, "Is this guy?" Was this like a big F you to me? Did he completely forget I even existed? Which is the more likely story. And uh, I think it's I have a job that I don't really care about. And at 12.01, my break starts. And it doesn't matter who I'm helping or what I'm doing. But Allie, like, you don't I, pay me to care. Yeah, but the guy, you don't pay me to care the, about you. The guy didn't say to me. He's not getting tipped. What does guy, he care? The guy literally could have said before he started with me, Hey, uh, I'm going to get to you in a second, but I got to take my lunch break. Rules is rules. Uh, get comfortable, I'll be back in a half an hour. He said, you know, he did the thing. He took my ID and he started typing in this computer. He said, let me see what we got. I'm going to go in the back lot and see what we got out there. And I said, great. And then he just, boom, gone. Did he have, so did what did he, he do? Yeah, did you wait for him to come uh, back? So I said to this guy, I'm like, yes, yeah, re that's really strange because he was helping me and he went, he uh, he said he was going to look for, see what cars you guys have. And they were like, oh, that's so John. Yeah, yeah. Now he, he, <laughs> I, go, I go, can you like call him or something? And he goes, um, he goes. Now nah, I don't, I don't have his number. I don't have a cell phone, whatever. So Good he goes, he goes. You can go back in there and wait. So I go back and I just sit there like an idiot for another thirty minutes, just sitting there. Wow. Dude. And the guy comes back in. What do you have? What do you have for lunch? What he's wiping his face, <laughs> and uh, and I'm, I kind of look at him. I'm like, like waiting for this kind of massive, like, oh, like apology, you know? Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, uh, what, what's up, dude? Uh-huh. And he goes, uh, yeah, uh, can I help you? What? And I said, you were helping me. My, my, You have my driver's license. So he acted yeah. like he had never seen you before? He goes, oh, my God. He goes, oh, yeah. I was supposed to get you a car, wasn't I? Oh, my oh, God. Man. And I said, yeah, that's, that's the job <laughs> that's here. That's why I'm here. That's what we do here at the rental car place. We get the cars. <laughs> and he goes, man, he goes, I, uh. I just went and got lunch. I go, yeah, yes, I know. I, know. I, 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 I talked to the guy outside. He goes, oh, boy. He goes, I feel terrible. Let me upgrade you. Great. Okay. That's go, good. I go, I go well, upgrade me to what? He's like. Subaru. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> goes, That's a good upgrade, Jake. Uh, uh, you can go see the it's cars in the parking lot outside now. Uh, Is it nice? No. Oh, it's it, it's a fine. It, it's just interesting. Come on, it's it, better than like a Versa, Nissan Versa, or something. Got, that's what I got. Ali <laughs> gave me the Versa. <laughs> gave, no, I, he goes. It's the best I can do, man. I'm gonna upgrade you to an SUV. Oh no, mm. that's not an upgrade. And I go, oh, all right. But I go. It's gonna be real bulky. I said to the guy, I go. Does that happen a lot? Like you're just in the middle of helping someone, and you just go to lunch. He goes. Nah, he goes, can't think it ever happened before. I guess you're before. just that forgettable. Yeah, he, goes, <laughs> yeah. he goes, I definitely went out there to find your car, and then I realized I was starving. Whoa. And, uh, 
and uh, I just went to lunch. And he definitely, I think, probably smoked. I, I'm going to assume he was high, too, probably. Ah, there we go. I mean, if you so, think about it, you're on a used car lot. Or re- can, you've got hot box opportunities right, ever, all, all around over. you. And I can relate with the That's the thing about the guy. I couldn't get angry. I should have gotten angry. Like, I didn't get all, I want to talk to the manager. I just was like... But people appreciate no excuse. Yeah, it's just no like, excuse. Yeah, I, you know, I, I forgot. I was like, yeah, I get it. I was like, I'm starving too. <laughs> I, I totally. Oh, man, I wish he'd brought you something at least. Brought me not, that would have killed. Man, if that guy brought me back a taquito or something, I would have been like, <laughs> under the bridge, we're good. <laughs> Alex got a hundred bucks. We'll give that to you with no waiting needed. Hundred dollars of her money's up for grabs. Then we get your first uh, name on the standby boarding list for today's trip to go to Manchester and see Panic at the Disco. It's all coming up next, K Rock. Time to pay the people some cannons. K Rock music. Good morning, Tuesday. Get you on the standby boarding list to travel to Manchester, England for the final Panic show coming up in just a bit. We'll do that throughout the entire morning. But right now, 100 bucks of her money could be yours. And Allie, you say, we'll only play mean songs before Allie knows the news. Yeah, because it's true. Here's some positive, uplifting messages for you. Uh, Allie, you're the best. All right, I got to go. Love you, bye. See, Damn that guy it, why do you have you. to go? Got to go. He was in the middle of a compliment, but that's not important. He must move on. It's time for your round of Allie Knows the News. She's got a bunch of janky-ass tattoos. Let's find out if Allie Knows the News. Can you at least change that to I have Five one janky-ass? She shares deodorant with Katie, and we all say, Ew. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. They also share toothbrushes. No, not on a regular basis. We only did that once. And Katie's actually not wearing deodorant right now. Oh, God. Whoa. What a cash. Let's say hi to... Uh, is your name Luke? Hello, Luke. Lupe. Give me cuts of butcher. Come on, the butcher. Come on, he's a neat butcher. Screwing up your head. Stuff. You say Lupe is your name? Yeah. Okay, that's what I meant. Uh, let's get to it. Five questions, Sam, between you and a payday. Allie's about to leave the studio right now. Hopefully you score better than she does. Your round of Allie Knows the News starts right now. Here we go. Allie Knows the News. Well, the greatest Grammy meme currently is this actor who looked miserable while his wife danced happily the entire show. Who is it? Ben Affleck. This video game has predicted the winner of the Super Bowl 70% of the time correctly, and uh, it is currently predicting the Eagles will win this year. Which video game is it? Um, I don't know. NFL, some NFL video game. All right, good guess. Forget the Chinese balloon. This southern state is now planning to ban TikTok. Um, Alabama. Texas, Texas, sorry, Texas. you to Texas, okay. Uh, the AMC theater chain has just said that they will be changing their fee structure and charging more for what service? Better seats. And finally, let's go ahead and end it right here. Uh, this, uh, yeah, this will be your last question. There's four questions, correct? Yeah, just yeah. making sure. This will go with this one. Twelve new moons were just discovered around this planet. Uh, Jupiter. Wow. This woman is super smart. Yeah, Allie is making job, her Luke. way back in here. Luke, I think you're going to win this one. i got a good feeling for you. Uh, Allie, back into the studio <laughs> right now. Say nothing else. Oh, Luke just got run over by a truck. You all right, Luke? <laughs> uh, here go your questions, Allie. Let's score it together. Question number one. 
Uh, the greatest Grammy meme is this actor who looked miserable while oh. his wife danced around happily the entire show. <laughs> ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is correct. Could at least fake it a little bit. One, one after one, and she got that as well. So you guys are tied up. Go to question number two. This uh, video game has predicted the correct Super Bowl winner 70% of the time and in a uh, has already predicted the, predicted the Eagles will win this year. Which video game is it? Uh, Madden? Madden! That's the one! Yeah! She didn't get that. She said NFL She did say some NFL something. game. Isn't yeah, that what Madden no, is? Can't accept no? that. No, yeah. Omar, stop. I give it to Luke. Uh, <laughs> all right. Good point. It's tied up. Now, Ali's up one. We go to question number three. Forget about the Chinese balloon. This southern state is planning to ban TikTok. Florida? Ooh. Ali says Florida. That's wrong. The correct answer is Texas. And guess who said that? No. Luke. Luke. So now we are uh, once again tied up with two questions left. How exciting is this? Question number four. Okay. The AMC theater chain is going to uh, change their pricing structure and start charging more for what? Better seats. Better, Better seats. seats. That's what Luke said. You're right as well. Are we just going with Luke now? So we're all tied up. You versus Lupe. And then we go to this final question. <laughs> okay. 12 new moons were just <gasps> discovered around this. Stupid moon question, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know it. Planets. Jupiter. Oh, man. There's Lu so many moons Lu there. Hey, I'll give Lupe credit. Lupe got that as well. Yeah. Jupiter. Water's probably so good. Well, that was a good <laughs> good battle right there. Tied up. Uh, it is 4-4 uh, at the end of the game. And, you know, ties, unfortunately, go to the house just like... Uh, just like at a casino, I guess. So, unfortunately, that means Allie holds on to her money for now. Say it, Luke. Lupe, Lupe, what must you admit? Um, I'm Lupe from Alhambra, and Allie knows the news. Uh -huh. <laughs> that sucks. Just barely. Quick break. We're back, though, with more for you, including a spot on that standby boarding list to go to Manchester and see Panic at their final show. Uh, it's K-Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. We're in the month of February now, which means a lot of different things for a lot of different people. Obviously, uh, you got the Black History Month thing, which is pretty significant. Of course, you've got Valentine's Day, which for those of you that are romantics, you like that. Then there's all things Super Bowl related, which, you know, for me, that's probably the most exciting thing of the month. And, uh, and it's the shortest month, which short month. is good for people with seasonal depression. Got to move past that really quickly. Start enjoying that nice come warm weather coming our way. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you got the people that were doing the dry January that are just thrilled that they can finally start boozing again. That's not unhealthy. I love you too. Right. That's someone that uh, was doing dry <laughs> January, and now that person is able to drink again. And, Thank uh, God. You know, for some people, they couldn't wait until January ended so they could immediately start just binge drinking alcohol like midnight on February 1st. Others have been kind of easing back into it. And then some have decided, which is a crazy thing, Allie, that they went through this kind of lifestyle change and their life got significantly better. Because Which, they stopped drinking. I've heard that from a lot of people, by the and way. They're, uh, and they're, they just said, that's it. I'm done drinking. And just like that, boom, they're they're done drinking. I'll never get these people. But for some people, good for you. And we may have one of them in our own midst right here at K-Rock. It, it's kind of like when, peop, when CrossFit became a thing. Everyone who started doing CrossFit had to tell other people about CrossFit. Yeah. When, when people are doing dry January or when people have quit drinking and have any kind of positive outcome from it, they need to tell all of the drinkers. They have to. And it's almost like they're, they're not... I, I think they're trying to be like, I'm Jesus, follow me yeah. to the light. But uh, our, our very own Jake the Nerd who oh, did, yeah, that makes sense. Who did not <laughs> everybody start... Else is gonna, everybody else is going to drink, right? Right. Oh, right. totally. Uh, yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we're right. all continuing. Okay. I mean, Muggs okay. was supposed to do dry January, and we found out on the lie detector oh, he test, failed. he was drunk five times. This yeah. may be Muggs for all we know. 
Harvey too. That could be none. <laughs> Jake, uh, Jake uh, did not give up dry. Dr- did not give up drinking on January first because he had a bunch of things, which was interesting. He had extra eggnog he wanted to finish, and then he had some flaffles offles he wanted to polish off right. in his fridge. So or whatever. You, like, you set it up like a week. You staggered it, but you still did a month's worth of sobriety, right? Yeah, uh, this Wednesday, or th- I guess tomorrow would be a month. Tomorrow would make exactly one month, and the guy has not had one drop of alcohol. Even when I saw at Ali's kid's birthday, when everyone else was drinking to get through, you know, the boringness of a kid's birthday, right. even Jake was walking around drinking a uh, root beer in a, in a koozie, which yeah. I was shocked about. Yeah. I thought, yeah, they're great. I was like, please start drinking. Yeah, right. <laughs> please please d- break dry January. I bought a bunch of extra booze just because she you knew you were going. You're at a one-year-old's birthday party. So, Jake has explained to us that since he stopped drinking, listen to this, he's a... Uh, in addition to all the, you know, he always tries to tell us about his stupid Magic the Gathering tournaments, and we don't care about him, but he still goes to them all the time. Mm-hmm. He says he's not lost. He's not lost one tournament the entire month he's been sober. Yeah. He's won every single one of them. He's been dominating. Dominating. In, in really? His Magic yeah, the Gathering won, world. won every match, yeah. Every match. Now, I said to him, how it, how significant is this? You beat a bunch of four-year-olds. It's year not olds at all. In, in yeah. <laughs> he, sa- he says it never happened. When he was drinking, it's never happened before. And now because he's like, is it because you think you're you're sharper uh, mentally, Jake, or no? I guess that has to be it. I mean, there was hey, one ment- tournament that I've clear only won. I'm sorry? You're mentally clear now? I think so. There's one tournament I only, I only won twice in all the years I've been going, and I won it three times in this last month. And everyone else is drinking except you? Uh, no, there's a lot of sober guys there. No, they they're not old they, enough. They can't drink out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're drinking <laughs> apple juice. <laughs> they're all These young. stupid juice box. I so, win. So uh, you go to these Magic the Gathering tournaments now, and you would usually win once in a while because you'd always send us some email to say, hey, guys, I don't know if you'd look at the leaderboard here, but I'm number two. And we would go, we're not, no, no one's looking at the leaderboard. <laughs> and it screenshots the leaderboard, and right. it's like, Tommy. Right, it's all these, it writes yeah. all the names, and they're like, what's your, uh, what's your name on the circuit and the card circuit? Oh, this is my name. Jake the Nerd is your name? Well, Jake Dill, yeah. Oh, just your But don't some people have like um, fake names like, or pseudonyms right, or like, handles? Like, no, they don't. No, they're all uh, they're actual names. Oh. I love that he's laughing at us. No, <laughs> no. Right, that's a weird question. That <laughs> name and social security number, obviously. Yeah, Come on. Wait, hold on, Jake. You're, you think it's a weird question that a bunch of people that are at a fantasy card game uh, tournament have, would have their real names and not like fantasy names? Why? No, yeah, they're real names. Why? Because it's all a fantasy world. The whole thing is like you're playing dragon cards against each other, right? And like uh, you know, Cyclops against whatever. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? Yeah, gargoyles. Yeah, it's how it works, right? No, man, you had your real name. Do you so, think that? Cl- who has never played before and doesn't know how to play this game would be able to walk into a Magic the Gathering tournament and win or place? I don't think he's smart enough to comprehend the game, no. To even Whoa, comprehend the game at really? all? What do you even Sounds comprehend? Like a challenge. It's like rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> but with cartoons, right? Isn't <laughs> no, that how it is? Isn't it is? You roll the dice? It's the most then... complex game in no. the world. You're thinking of Dungeons and Dragons. You're saying, That's well, the same thing. Jake, you got some... You uh, Either you're trying to be funny now, or you really it's have a... It's not. It's, have a, a, it's a real thing. You can Google it. I, I know Magic the Gathering it's is a It's the re- most complex game. That's what I'm saying. You can Google it. Right. And it's too it's too smart for What's me, you What's so saying? complex about it? Uh, I, I guess, really, it came down to it's the only game that you can't teach a computer how to play. Oh, so you can... You can you wouldn't be able to play a robot because it's just that difficult? Uh, a robot couldn't do it, no. This is too nerdy. <laughs> I quit. You want to Jake Dill? I'd rather do anything else than this. <laughs> Someone give me a beer. <laughs> 
<laughs> so now are you going to stop drinking to continue your streak? Because that's the question. Every time I talk to somebody who's like, this has been the best month of my life, I talk to them three months down the line, they're back to their regular drinking and their life is as it was. So what are you going to do now? Well, I think being on this show, I have to drink. Uh, but I'm going to try that's not to. Point. Not as much as I used to. <laughs> yeah. So you are, you are going to start drinking again tomorrow? No, not tomorrow. I might, I'm going to have a beer during the Super Bowl, I'm sure. And maybe when I go sing karaoke again, because karaoke sober doesn't sound very appeasing at all. Is no. your sweating better? <laughs> My sweating has like almost gone away. Yeah, it's awesome. Listen to this. You know, Jake wears uh, paper towels in his armpits all day, every day, because he has such a, uh, a, you know, an uncontrollably mm-hmm. sw- uh, sweating problem. Jake like, Dill, by the way, if like you have trouble finding him. Waterfalls, ladies. Like, he is... <laughs> And he says since he stopped drinking the booze, he's sweating. is completely his whole pits have dried up completely. So like it make me think, and I get it now. When people say things like alcohol is not good for you, I'm not going to stop it because I love it, and it makes me look better in the mirror. So I'll keep drinking. But you, your life sounds like it's gotten a million times better, dude. Yeah, it's so funny because I used to drink because of my social anxiety to help ease it, and now since I stopped, it's like gotten a lot better. It's weird. Right, you're confident. Uh, three two three said I've started drinking to get through Jake's story. So there you go, <laughs> full circle. Rock. It's a Klein Alley show. A lot of magic enthusiasts on the text line trying to shame us all. I've been invited now to a few tournaments. Uh, even though you, Klein- go, right? you have to go. No, you gotta go. Oh, I'd love to watch that. On, I don't think so. No, yeah. you have to play with him, Jake. Jake yeah. sent us an article. Jake has not been drinking all month, and he says he's never lost a Magic the Gathering tournament all month, and he's playing against real other humans. And then he sent us this... I can't even find it now. My phone gave up on it. Uh, well, uh, the text line is trying to help explain what Magic the Gathering is because none Couldn't of us want to ask Jake. Jake sent, us an, <laughs> Jake sent us an article from MIT Weekly that says Magic the Gathering is officially the world's most complex game. Yes, thank you. So, so does that make you feel good because now you're the smartest man ever? Exactly. Calculus yeah, involved? Why is MIT giving F? Yeah, what why, the hell? Yeah, they, yeah, why would MIT write an article? M- MIT They're like, we're MIT. Review. I guess we have to comment so. on this. <laughs> <laughs> 213 said, Magic the Gathering is no different than the card game of war, but with pictures of oaks, fairies, and goblins. Yeah. Uh, it's very different. Um, 949 said, if you feel Magic the Gathering or Dungeons and Dragons is nerdy, feel free to explain fantasy football because that is very nerdy as well. I but agree. It's just diff- a, so it's kind of similar. Similar in structure, right? Where you're like trying to put this team together that's going to beat other teams? No, you put a, t- a <laughs> okay, deck together. Great. That's what it deck. is. We decided. Uh, we just, it's like Uno. Right? It's like Uno. <laughs> it's it's Uno. just like Uno, you I'm, I'm going to okay. go to this thing, Jake, just to win and show everyone how easy it is to win with no yeah. knowledge of the Magic the Gathering. I would love to get a video of me explaining how to play this. Watch your brain explode. I, I'll just sit down at the table and hustle all you nerds, and I'll take yes. the money. Goldfish. Uh, I'll take the Goldfish. money, and I'm out. All right? I'll take the money. Yeah, I'll take the money. And you watch what you got the old maid. Hey, we'll get to your uh, 80, 80 news starts right now. Uh, you gonna, should just start playing cards. I'm gonna for bring other so many cards. I'm gonna bring so many different cards and ruin your game. Yeah, I'm gonna ruin you. It's time for ADD News. News you can trust. Oh A lot of V cards at that uh, tournament. I bet for sure. Okay, just when. People started getting excited about the next big Powerball jackpot. Somebody has won, and the clock has been reset. The jackpot grew to about $747 million, which is the fifth largest jackpot ever. Someone won it in Washington State. One of the numbers was my lucky number, 23, and everyone's lucky number, 69. So anyone who did it as a joke number was more likely to win. The next drawing takes place on Wednesday at $20 million. Who still plays that lottery? Losers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? 
<laughs> old maid. Um, and then we can move our attention away from uh, hating that person in Washington to hating this 18-year-old who won $48 million, the first lottery ticket she ever purchased as at a Circle K. Ugh. Do you hate that person more because it was their first purchase, or do you hate the person who won in Washington mm. because they won more money? Uh, the first time. The first time. Scratcher. Right? Yeah, the first time. Person. And they're just like holding a check, like, I don't know. Whoops. <laughs> right. I just I just like the cherries. <laughs> now they're all of a sudden $40 million. Exactly. No, I actually don't hate it. I'm envious of those people, but I... No, I hate them. I don't hate She's them. A no, she's, not she's a, bitch. a bitch. You got. You need those. Sto- you need a few of those stories circulating I bet around. I pay for the stupid tickets. Her Probably. mom or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the a good mom point. should at least split it. Well, regardless, good for her. Um. All right. Let's talk about the story that is outraging all of America. AMC's decision to tier their ticket pricing to make good seats more expensive. Uh, more expensive. And it begs the question, what is the best seat in a movie theater? Starting now, they're going to slowly implement these three different pricing structures, and they are standard sightline. Those are the seats that are the most common, and those are just going to be the traditional cost of a ticket. Then you've got value sightline, and those are the ones that are like, yep, that'll be forever where I sit from now on. The ones way, way at the sides and the ones way, way at the front, the front row as well as some of the ADA seats, which seems weird. They're selling the handicap seats? Yeah. Oh, cool. But they said, and I don't know, I, I saw this on a couple different articles, that those are only available for AMC Stubbs members. No, maybe they meant you have to have Stubbs for limbs. <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe that's not that's okay. stumps. Cha- consider changing that name. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. So you can only buy the ADA seats if you're a Stubbs if, member. If you're, if you're Stubbs. That's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are going to be confused. Uh, yeah. AMC is not woke. <laughs> a, cancel AMC, guys. Who's with me? And the blind people can sit in the back. Unacceptable. All right. Preferred sightline is the other one. And those are the seats in the middle of the auditorium. Those are the really good ones. I think that the best seat in the house is when you're right behind that bar. You know, there's like a railing there and you can put your legs up on the railing and not bother anybody. That, in my opinion, is the best. They charge more for that one? So that would be part of the preferred sight line. That's the seats in the middle. And they said the Stubbs A-list members will be able to reserve seats in those preferred sightline areas without paying extra money. I'm too money. confused now. Is this more confusing than Magic the Gathering, Jake? Because I'm already lost. <laughs> Boom, I got an ADA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I played my ADA Stubbs card. Boom. I would say that uh, it's interesting. On an airplane, you pay more. You pay less for the middle seat. And in a movie theater, you pay more for the middle seat. Yep. I also think that, well, we'll get into this later, but there's so many other places I feel like they're going to now start deciding which seats are better and when right. yeah. like like you know roller coasters for instance right now you go to like go well, to amusement park pay with the line though you know at yeah. a lot of theme parks you can pay for or you can not pay but you can spend longer in line to go in the front yeah, or but the it back costs the same but they what if they start what if all of a sudden there became a upcharge if you want to be on the front of the roller coaster the first cart I, I, it's all going to start. I'm just saying. Once I mean, it it's like depends. the ba- once If I don't have to wait in the line for an ba- extra well, amount of time, I'd pay another five bucks. People are uh, going to start doing this. I'm, I'm just per saying. Coaster. I think it's going to. Yeah. So, yeah, but I would do only do it for like easy. one or two. Yeah. yeah. And I think people. It's all about what we'll pay. This show, by the way, is still completely free, in case you're wondering. There Every is, seat is the same. There's no upcharge. Whatever seat you're in now is the perfect seat. We come back, and as soon as we get back, we get you on a standby boarding list so that you can travel in a middle seat, probably, all the way to Manchester so that you can see the final panic show ever. That is happening after this two-minute break. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Uh, 7 o'clock, Tuesday morning here, K-Rock. Good morning. How goes it? I'm Klein. There's Allie. Hi. 
Omar Khan. Yo, yo. Jake Zinerd. What's up? And uh, you got Postmaster Johnny very frantically answering calls right now, but we have not yet told you to be caller 20. We'll do that in exactly five seconds. Are you going to wait for the 20 seconds? I said five, five seconds. seconds. Five seconds. And right now, be caller 20, 800-520-1067. Call us if you'd like to uh, have your name on that standby boarding list and be a part of music history, the final Panic at the Disco show in Manchester, England. We will send you there, give you some seats. It'll be an adventure you never forget. And congratulations, Brandy Yuri, who I guess in the last, last 24 hours uh, officially had that baby. So some people say, I hate that baby, because that's the reason that Panic is, uh, can't, is no more. Mm-hmm. But actually, I don't think it's fair to hate a baby. You can hate your own oh, baby. Oh, you can hate a baby. No, you can hate your own yeah, baby. Yeah, some of them, they're just, they've got it coming. Yeah, All they right. do. Well, <laughs> I don't have, I personally don't have a problem with Brandon Yuri's baby. I think it's a beautiful thing, but... No, uh, he's going to be all tired in Manchester. I, I don't think so. <laughs> it's the final show. I think he'll figure out like, a way to put it together. sorry, they're not sleeping through the night yet. I don't like, think that'll happen. Shut up. Uh, call, here by eight. Call yeah. 20 right now. Yeah. We're going to uh, pick you up and uh, get you on that standby boarding list. And uh, lots to get to this hour on the show. It's that time of year when everyone's asking everyone uh, who's going to win the big game. We sent mugs into the streets to find out, you know, everyone claims to be an expert, but all these experts and sports handicappers, I mean, they're wrong half the time anyway. So the odds are pretty much just as good. You go up to random people. We think we have inside information, which we'll bring you later this hour. Here's a tease. Excuse me, who do you think is going to win the big game? Uh, what big game? Super Bowl on Sunday. It's uh, the Super Bowl's the Sunday. There you go. That's an insider. This person's going to have all the details we need. Wait, who's playing? The Chiefs and the Eagles. Well, as a smoker, let's, like, go for the Chiefs, right? But um, also America, the Eagles sounds good. Good point. That person clearly is an insider. That's logic. Smoker said, The smoker part of her says the Chiefs. But the American part of her says the Eagles. Where will she end up? She probably let's... Oh, gosh, that's kind of difficult. Let's go for, I hope both teams have fun. Oh, that's the worst answer ever. That's the one thing that's not going to happen. The last thing we want is fun. Yeah, vote against that. Come back and pick up Call 20 in a second, then we'll get into this hour on KROQ. You no doubt, it's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. If you're a new listener, if you're back again, you're a masochist. Let's say hi to Call 20, and we'll be doing this throughout the entire morning and throughout the day right here on K-Rock so that you can hopefully end up in Manchester, England with Panic at the Disco at their final show. Uh, we go to Pasadena and we say hello to Natalie. Yes, hi. Hi, you call her 20. I cannot believe it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. All you did was pick up your phone, dialed a few numbers, beat out hundreds of other people, if not thousands, that were hoping to win this opportunity. And I write your name down right now on a very short standby list. Hopefully in a week we call your name back and uh, you get to go to England to see uh, the final, final, final panic show ever. Oh, my God. I can't imagine more. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, please. Thank you. All right. Thanks for waking up with us. Greatly appreciate it. If you're up. If you're up. If you're not, go back to bed right now. Your name's on the list. Don't feel bad if you didn't win. Another chance coming up in less than an hour, right around 8 o'clock here at K-Rock. And then we'll do it again at 9 and then throughout the entire day right here. Just keep it locked. That's the goal here. Pull the curtain back a little bit. That's what we're trying to do. Keep you, uh, keep you locked here. And speaking of peeking the, uh, behind the curtain a little bit, some people have been texting that they are not getting through on the phone lines. So just letting you know that we're also having some issues there. 
Yeah, I can't figure out what's going on. I think they finally made that change around here to the new uh, carrier. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, officially... It's real frustrating. The, uh, the company real has decided we're going full-on cricket. They I mean, went, it's like, cricket. my God. So some anyway. people are getting through and some people yeah, aren't. It's maddening. A lot of people say that my carrier... Yeah, I, we see the messages. Don't worry. Everyone... Yeah, is, we're, we're, we're see, we see you in here. Everyone you. has been notified. Uh, some people are able to get through. If, uh, if you can't get through, just grab your friend's phone and try that way. But phones are actually busy now because everyone was trying to get in. We'll make it happen. Uh, question, you know, we were talking about uh, during the ADD News that some people think that this AMC tier system for seating in the movie theaters, where they're basically going to charge you more for better seats, is going to potentially ruin the movie-going experience for all. And I know that movie theaters, movie theaters are trying to stay afloat. Uh, th- they were already kind of in the decline as people had more and more options to watch stuff at home. And I also think that, and this is such a crazy thing to even say, but like, for instance, at my house, Allie, I have a 75-inch TV, I have a 65-inch TV, and I have a 55-inch TV. Most of the times I got to watch football this year, I watched it on my phone. What? Oh, phone? Because I would go from room to room and either like one of the kids was watching something on one of the TVs and one of the time to scram. Dude, I know Omar. There's three Football TVs. Is on, Trust baby. Me, I, I can't get and I real oh I realized something that but you're a pussy. No. It's totally. That's not what I realized. <laughs> Yeah, I dude, were you in the mantry too with your yeah. little yeah. phone? Yeah, I, 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 would, I would have to hide. And, you know, sometimes I was one day I'll go to the ball. I could either sit, I could either sit on the stupid couch and watch the nice TV and enjoy football the way it should be enjoyed, yeah. or or I could sit in a bathroom for hours on end with the door closed and the water running and watch it on my That's phone. such a sad existence, now, man. And you can flip from game to game that way, man. You're What's right. wrong with the you? The point I'm making is this. We're, we're, we're you're, getting, you're sad. We're, no, that's not the point <laughs> yes, I'm making. You're a the sad point, human being. This yeah. point you are making. The point I'm trying to make <laughs> is that We've all accepted that we don't need to watch things anymore on giant screens. We've You've all, accepted that. No, we've right. all yeah, been... We, I, we totally need to watch it on giant screens. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Every, I'm saying the power of the movie theater is losing a little of its luster because as a society now, a lot of people will just watch full-on shows. Postmaster Johnny, you're young and cool. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You watch full shows. He's shaking his head at you right now. Yeah, everyone watches. You can watch. People will watch full shows now on their on their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will do that, but it's not going to replace the movie going experience. Yeah, Avatar is case in point. That's a that's a movie that people had to see in theaters because you have to get the full experience of it. No. Yeah, 3D was sick. Uh, yeah, and the sound is amazing. The right. point is this. Movie theaters are, are not what they once were. And I love, don't get me wrong, I'm a movie guy. I love going to the movies. But now they're saying that this could be like final nail in the coffin where people are like, wait, you're going to try to charge me more to have a good seat or I get cheaper seats if I sit behind a tall person? Well, and Forget this. Part of the exciting, like, I don't know if this is that exciting, but to to see like those few seats in the middle still not taken when you get there, you feel like you scored. You're like, right. oh, cool. Yeah. Right. I've got the, uh, like, I gotta, I gotta grab those ones, especially if there's like those buffer seats still in between. Now it's gonna ruin that experience. It's I've, like, oh, these stub members are in the middle. I have to go off to the wings on the side. But when I first moved to LA, it was the first time I ever experienced a movie theater where you had the ability to reserve your actual seat, which I, my mind was blown by that concept. Mm-hmm. Like, bl- blown away. Like, I was like, wait, what? And you I felt think, so fancy. I think it was Arcolite. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, Arcolite yeah. was yeah. the first one to and, do and it. And I yeah. thought to myself, like, 
that is in some ways genius, but in other ways, like if you're a planner, that's a genius person. But if you're the kind of person that decides one minute before a movie starts, I should go see that movie. Then you're kind of screwed because yeah, all right. the good, and the the concept of someone coming up to you at a theater and be like, "Excuse me, you're in my I have J J R." You're like, "Ah, oh, damn it, I got to get up and move." Yeah, that's embarrassing. But but the point is this: I think everyone in their life has at least one. Very memorable experience that took place in a movie theater. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, some people, One cool moment. First time they uh, made out with someone, movie theater. Like for I me, went to first and second bases in movie theaters. For the first I, time? Yeah. And I can remember the first uh, movie that I had my first kiss during was Can't Hardly Wait. Those are the things that you don't forget. And the first time I ever got high with my mom was during uh, when we went and saw Straight Outta Compton in the movie theater. <laughs> you, do you guys get high in the theater together? Or was we that... got high on while in on the, the walk. Lot? No, on the walk from the car to the movie theater. It's a beautiful moment right there. Yeah. What a story. Yeah. Uh, the, fir <laughs> the first time I ever had a 40 in my entire life, a 40 of malt liquor. Was inside of a movie theater. Aww. Was it uh, Oldie, Mickey's? Uh, was it? it was Oldie. And Did you knock it over and had it roll down the theater? And, no, it's funny you say that. That would have been a move. Uh, I, I didn't do that, but one of my buddies did, and you heard that nice. thing, and, and it felt like it rolled for 45 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, I remember that uh, to this day, like, yeah, you've had a few 40 since then, sure. But like I will always remember, my buddy Paul showed up movie theater backpack clank 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 opened it up. Yeah. Guys, look what I got! Absolutely, and we're sitting there because because movie theaters, especially when you are still living at home or whatever, it's kind of like your own. It's personal, like your open waters. It's your international waters. Mm -hmm. It's where you can do all. It's like whatever happened from when the lights go out to when they go back on, which is like two hours, two an hour. It's like you could do whatever it is, and it, it could be. Making out stuff, it could be drinking. It's like all the good, all the fun things you're not allowed to do anywhere else. Well, and I except for your house. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, theoretically, you if, if you're you an adult like Klein, you should be able to just do those things in your house. But I'll, I think a lot of the laws that I broke initially as a teen happened either in a movie theater or around a movie theater. I also remember doing the thing where you would sneak into all the other movies. Oh, it was great. And that was such a cool feeling where yes. you bought one ticket and then when that movie ended, you'd go into like other ones and then eventually it's like, oh, is the guy going to walk in and catch us? We yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah, not going to be able to do that system again. No. Like, like they're going to shut that down. So the question we have for you is as follows. Love to hear from you. 800-520-1067. Uh, what is, assume everyone's got one, the most memorable thing that happened to you in a theater. Because uh, the, that's a concern right now is that the, the, as theaters are going away, dropping more and more. Just, Regal just announced, I think they're shutting a bunch more down now. The they're theater experience is dying, the traditional dying. one. And they're trying to keep it afloat. That's the whole idea behind this tiered system is how can we generate a little bit more rev to keep then the Then let doors us drink open. 40s in the movie theater and yeah. go down on each other. Yeah, we just want to drink 40s and go down on each other. Huh? Uh, that's, that's what the movies are about. We don't even need the movie. <laughs> well, you waste your time in the movie. Yeah, Who cares? Just make that movie screen smaller according yeah. to climate. Yeah. Yeah. Just make it real tiny just in the a, middle. Put an old uh, iPhone 7 up there and let us all do the rest. We'll take your calls. We'll get to your stories next. 800-520-1067. Uh, the most memorable thing that's ever happened to you in a movie theater. That's next. Okay, Rockets Klein Alley Show. A lot of people on the phone would like to share that it's true. The best things that happen in life probably did happen at least for the first time inside of a movie theater. Which we don't know if they'll be around forever because AMC is desperately now trying to make more money by charging you more for better seats. That's the uh, headline everyone's talking about today. If you want a good seat in the middle, you don't want to be blocked by something or someone, you're going to have to pay a little extra. If you want one of those seats in the front row, uh, then you get regular price. 
And sometimes you purposely would sit in the back because you knew that there would be no one behind you right. to judge what you were doing. 818 got their first HJ during here. Uh, dude, where's my car? Congratulations, yeah. 818. 818, um, another 818 on the text line went to second base with their girlfriend while watching Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh. 323 said the most memorable moment I can think of is that I lost my V card while watching The Wolf of Wall Street in oh, theaters. What? Amazing. Really? Yeah. Six two, six two six said yeah. they watched another couple have sex in front of them at Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, and now I no longer thought that cars were the coolest thing on earth. So that person <laughs> immediately learned a lesson. Go ahead, Jaron Carrick. What's up? Hey, hey, what's up, Klein? How you doing this morning? Good. What's going on? Hey, they could just get more people in if they just drop the ticket prices about half. <laughs> they get more people in there for sure. What is the uh, most memorable thing that ever happened to you in a movie theater? Oh, bug hits in the front row. Sog remains the same. Fortune Fox Theater. When I was, I think, 13. See, you for never sure. forget them. Dimitro, what happened to you? Oh, this was when the third Transformer movie came out. And um, um, I was watching it. And then one of the fight scenes, Optimus Prime, fell over. And when he fell, an earthquake hit <laughs> Southern California. But I didn't think, it, no, it was an earthquake. Because the whole movie, sh movie shook as soon as he fell. So I thought, man, these sound effects are amazing. But it was actually <laughs> an earthquake. Uh, it was a crazy experience. All right, let's say hi to Michelle. <laughs> it's Michael. That's <laughs> uh, close enough. Uh, hi, Michael. Can they cleanse the name Butcher? Come on, the Butcher. Come on, he's the name Butcher. Screwing up your name. Screwing up your name. Screwing up your name. Screwing up your name. Hi, Michael. What's up? So, yeah, me and my... Me and my ex, we went to um, 51st Dates and uh, went all the way in the back of the theater. Do you remember what movie you were watching? He said 51st, 51st Dates. Dates. Oh, it was... Oh. What's going on with both yeah. of you guys today? <laughs> I, I don't wow, know. you guys are on fire! <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> she's slow, huh?" Allie thought it was her fifty-first date, and finally, yeah. she held it. She held it that long. Qual finally. Quality radio. <laughs> it's K Rock. It's Klein Alley show. Uh, no one's probably going to care about this in the entire world, except for maybe Jake the Nerd. But I, I don't know how, with all the stuff going on, all the, the news coverage of the spy balloon. The Super Bowl coming up, Valentine's Day is on the horizon. How is this not a bigger story? Uh, this is from the actual news. I did not even realize. Jake, are you even aware of what we're about to talk about now? Something that is now coming back that will be legalized yet again? No. Oh, if anyone cared about it, it would be you. Although Especially I, the smartest guy in the world. You, you, yeah, you're so smart. You can't, Thank you. You can't uh, even lose a Magic the Gathering tournament. But boy, you're not even aware of this story? A well, story that no one is... Uh, this is breaking nerd news right now. It really is. And I, I'm telling you right now, you may have woken up this morning not knowing about this, but listen to what is happening. Well, the Indiana Senate almost unanimously passed a bill this week that would legalize throwing stars. <laughs> throwing stars are back. The nerd of the weapon world. I mean, if you're, aren't they ninja stars? Why are they calling them throwing stars? I think ninja, ninja stars, stars was problematic uh, for oh some reason. Oh my god, really? Think well, so? You had to like have training to be a ninja. You can throw yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's that's Wait, what they're we They're not meant. called throwing hatchets. They're just called hatchets. Yes, but there are so just say hatchets. ninja stars. Well, There's some hatchets made for throwing. Nin, nin, oh, okay. Omar, ninja stars are you know if you're just a regular civilian and you're throwing a star, are you an is it a ninja star or is it a throwing star? Okay, I see your point. <laughs> yeah, thank you. The Indiana Senate almost unanimously passed a bill this week that would legalize throwing stars. Fox 59 State House reporter Kristen Escal shows us why some Hoosiers want the current ban tossed. 
Now, this is not happening locally, obviously, but it's always interesting to find out when these... Th I remember I remember when they made a... Uh, at school one year, they said there was too many kids that were bringing nunchucks to school. Yeah, I remember that. And Everyone was super into nunchucks and, for a while. And they said yeah. uh, they, were, they were not allowing nunchucks in the school. And I remember like a letter had to go home. Yeah. And but no one thing. could properly use them. No, it was just no like, like in the face. That's yeah, why it was everyone just was a bunch of squeaking. Like, e everyone was hurting themselves <laughs> trying to use them, and yes. I think they finally said we're banning nunchucks. Mm. But throwing stars, I didn't realize, were so problematic. But apparently, they were, and now they no longer are. So has society lost accepted the throwing star? The throwing star, aka the ninja star. If you're old school, you're probably wondering why Indiana lawmakers are discussing throwing stars. Kind of, yes. I think all of us are. <laughs> Out of it's all the important. things going yeah. on in the world. It's Chad and, I feel like Chad and JT are behind this somehow. <laughs> this seems like the kind of thing the party They're bros sick. would do. Yeah. Why aren't they legal? You'll find the answer at some businesses. Actually came from a constituent who owns a putt-putt golf course called Ninja Golf. State Senator Linda Rogers is one of the lawmakers backing a proposal at the State House. Throwing stars are currently illegal in Indiana. It's always weird when you learn about things that were like very fine and everyone remembers playing with them at some point and then they've just been, they were made illegal. And I never knew at all. Like and ferrets in California. Yeah. But you can still buy a ferret, right? Like, everyone knows a ferret yeah. dealer, right? You can't get one. You're not, they're illegal in California. Everyone doesn't no, know yeah, a ferret you, dealer. You can oh, yeah, I know where you could get a ferret. Yeah, thank what? You. See, that's my point, yeah. Allie. Yeah, I, I also know. I can get you a ferret tomorrow. You want really? to the streets. You want, I can yeah. get you a ferret and throwing stars by noon today. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want them both. Yeah, no. Oh, you do? Yeah. All right, I wonder if there's a bundle deal. I want a ninja Rogers ferret. Rogers wants to lift that ban. Star throwing is allowed in other states and frequently found at axe throwing businesses oh, like this one in Virginia. Why. So there you go. So now all the, you know, the popularity of the axe bar that's been, there's a bunch of those now. Yeah, and because they have way too many options there now. They're like, do you want to try a spear? Do you want to try a machete? Oh, do you cool. want to try Whoa. ninja star? Yeah, there's like all this stuff that you can throw where I was like, I cool. don't trust myself to do any of those. That's a smart move the more you drink to give yeah. you more yeah. and more weaponry options, I believe. Or maybe it's for people that, you know, want to protect their homes, but they don't like guns. It's a good idea, right? So good. a burglar comes in and you're Throwing like, star. Throw your ferret at it. That's a good idea. That smart. actually would Very work. Very smart, guys. Nearly everyone that I spoke with said, hey, look, if we can throw axes, we can certainly throw throwing stars. Smart. That's <laughs> oh a good God. point right there. All right, what should I say to them to get them to pass So this? that's the argument is that if we're allowed to go around throwing axes, why, why can't can, we throw stars? Why can't we throw stars? And she's got a point, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't think that the axe throwing, though, I was actually at a park not too far from here, and I saw a guy practicing his knife throwing onto a tree. What? And that seems were, a little dangerous. It, and there were... Um, I wasn't going to be. Were the, there children? Oh yeah, running around and <gasps> stuff. And the and the guy cool. was not. He was not great at throwing knives. So some of them were bouncing off the what? tree. But they were those knife throwing knives that have like the little like, ring at the at the base of them or whatever, They're like a so circle. Sharp, yeah. yeah, of course. And yeah. I was like, I don't want to be the complainer here, but I feel like, like, uh, my like did maybe you say something. I I was a. I kind of had that moment where I was like, all right, is this guy really throwing knives at a tree and there's like children running around? Like, maybe I should say, eh, I'll let it see. I'll let it yeah, see how it plays you're a out. Bitch and you're like, yeah. I'll just finish the game on I'm my the phone. Guy. Yeah. And, and then when I find. Mantry guys don't complain. When I finally yeah. was like, I think I should probably say something, at that point, he had been approached by, you know, 
park security that was like, do you understand oh, okay. this is not a good move, sir? And he's like, oh, I'm just trying to practice my knife-throwing skills. Where am I going to practice? <laughs> and I, I was like, was it Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> right by a seesaw. There are safety considerations to be made since throwing a star is different than throwing an axe. It is. <laughs> Did, you guys Did they just this? get the most nerdy-sounding reporter this is it. to cover I, this story? I'm shocked the first we're hearing about this is here, and Jake did not... Usually, Jake would be the guy to bring Dude, our attention to I had a subscription to Black Belt Magazine when I was a kid. Is that still oh. around? I don't think so. But you can, well, maybe it is. I looked it up uh, recently, but you can buy vintage ones on, uh, vintage ones on eBay. So, it's a double-edged sword. Often more than... Is that a pawn, you think, that guy's trying yeah, to? Yeah, I think he's... Two edges. Richard DeShane helps run Ragnarok axe throwing in Indianapolis. <laughs> he points out throwing star blades can get bent and hooked over, increasing someone's odds of getting cut. I would say, you know, the easiest way for that to have any kind of solution is to require uh, like a Kevlar glove to be worn when they're throwing. Oh, so you have to have a special cool. glove. Cool, a throwing, throwing glove. glove for your ninja star. Jake, Black did you... magazine's still around. Uh, did you know that you need a special <laughs> glove to wear if you're going to be a proper uh, star thrower? Not if you're a real ninja. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. gloves are for pussies. All right, yeah. good point. Well, gloves are for clients. Good, good news, guys. That's <laughs> not an expression. Not a real thing. Uh, you can now throw stars and throw axes and all sorts of things. So that's very exciting. What exciting news to share with you today? I didn't realize that was going to be one of the top stories yeah. of the day. You can reach for the stars and throw them. Currently, it's not even top trending, that story. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> we take a super quick break. We get back in a moment. We'll find out what's going on in the actual world. Then we'll get your name on the standby boarding list so that you can travel all the way to the other side of the pond, Manchester, England, be a part of the final show ever for Panic. Congratulations once again. Brendan Urie, uh, birthed their child last, uh, last few days, 24 hours maybe. We'll come back with that. And um, guys, good news. MILFs are back in a big way. 2023 is becoming the year of the MILF. We will explain and hear your stories. That's all coming up very soon right here, K-Rock. Klein, Alley. 106.7 K-Rock, Klein, Alley Show. Let's find out what's going on in the world, then we'll get you on the standby boarding list to travel around the world and see another K-Rock artist. That information and your name on that list coming up in about five minutes right here on K-Rock. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Here's Cheapo. All right, it's been a week now since Tom Brady announced his retirement. We officially have no unretirement news to share, so I think we're in the clear. In fact, we have some news of him moving on to the next chapter of his life. They announced Tom Brady will officially start working with Fox Sports next season in the 2024 season. He talked about the decision being the perfect timing for him. He said that over the next year, he's going to, quote, take some time to really learn, be great at what I really want to do, and become really great at thinking about the opportunity. You know what that means. Woohoo. Yeah, that means he is going to smash. He is going to smash. And he is going to drink and he's going to golf. Yeah. I'm going to become really great at thinking about the opportunity. Yep. <laughs> he couldn't even, couldn't even get specific. Nope. Couldn't even try to pretend like he would care. Plus, that weird picture of him as like a brochure for his D. His little thirst trap. A little thirst trap picture he posted, which I told you. We talked about this last week. He's... So the whole reason he announced it now, because he can go, he's going to go hang out, probably go to Arizona, hang out around all the super fans and smash town USA. Yeah. He's going to be so excited about that. <laughs> but that little, that was what that picture was, was letting everyone know. Here I'm we open go. for business, ladies. I'm single and rich. And maybe men. Okay. No, probably not. Okay. Smoking is not cool. In the 50s, it sure was. But Wait, now, what are you talking about? Huh? Smoking is way cool. Okay. I'm saying that oh. as a majority... It's not cool. Shut you know up, what I mean? people. <laughs> That's how you right. can tell in a movie. Smoking who's, is cool. Okay. Who's cool and who's not cool. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, let me just get through this. 
Only. <laughs> only <laughs> okay. Let me just get through this charade. Okay. Uh, only about 10% of people smoke now. It was double that just 15 years ago. In 2023, now they did a new study, and it has shown that the majority of people would support a full ban on all tobacco products. Oh, Do we what? think that that's true? That'd that's like, a problem. That would that's be like a uh, prohibition style, like underground cigarette clubs and stuff. Because you also are forgetting, like there are vegans, right, vegetarians, but then when they're drunk, they'll eat a cheeseburger. Those people, yes, it's the same people that are like, yeah, you should ban all tobacco products. Right. And then when you're drunk at a bar and you bum, friend goes out to have a cigarette, person, you join them. Right? Yeah, that that's the person that you rely on in the situation. The, ecstasy, the true smoker that, that is cigarette. always going to have oh a cigarette for you. Let my me, mom loves complaining about places that don't allow smoking anymore. She's like, I just went to Mexico. You can't smoke there anymore. I'm not going. Really? I'm never going back. What, what's yeah. funnier is the people, yeah. what's funnier, by the way, is the people that complain about smoking like certain places but then but they're still smokers yes and they're the ones that are very funny to me because like ah, i won't go to that place it smells too much like cigarettes but, but you're smoking a cigarette right now yeah and i know like, i know but they they, they want there's etiquette involved right. i get it no you i know? understand i can't well, it's 10 percent uh, that, that's it 10 percent of the population smokes that's what, current uh, yeah. what percentage do you think is like a social smoker like, we'll smoke only when they drink. 90%. Or, oh, 90? No. Is that high? That seems like a that huge high. number. No, huh? I would say probably 30% of people that are, like, at a bar. I mean, most of the people that I know would smoke socially and have had one or two here and there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Now I can't be one of those people, but that's that's the reality of it. Hold There's on. always going to be the social smokers, and they're going to depend on the real committed smokers. Hold on. Surgeon General's on the phone. Not happy. Go ahead, sir. <coughs> Oh, that's a smile. Hi, Mom. That's Sally's mom. <laughs> we take a quick break. I'm not going to concerts uh, anymore. Uh, you can't that's smoke. That's what she's saying. Uh, do you love the France? Do you love Allie? <laughs> Allie's mom, cough once if you love Allie. <coughs> oh, that's oh, not yeah, love. Yeah. We take a quick break. We'll be right back and get you on the standby boarding list so that you can travel to a place where they love cigarettes. Europe, huh? Yeah. Uh, see a band right there? Panic at the Disco, their final show ever. Your name on that list next. This is the world famous K-Rock. All right, welcome to K-Rock on a Tuesday morning Klein Alley show in your ear holes yet again. It makes me Klein, her Alley. Hi. By the way, thanks for all that fine Photoshopping work. I didn't realize how much Photoshopping oh, was done. Oh, man. Well, thanks to Jake, who originally took the photo, because you were sitting Hobbit-style in your chair. Oh, yeah, he's all owling. And, yeah, and <laughs> you were owling, and Jake, Jake decided to take a picture and put I, it up. I just started looking at these. There's, like, a lot of them. Not since I fell down in the hallway have people been so uh, inspired, but uh, that's up at Klein Alley Show right now on Instagram. If you've got some time, you want to peruse some of the many ways that people have Photoshopped me all over the place. Yeah, because someone put you as a gargoyle on top of a church next to another gargoyle. Right. Good. All you. good. All good for my self-esteem, guys. You were next to guys. Batman on the roof. Cool. Getting ready to yeah, save the town. You're next to Tom Brady here in his underwear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am? I didn't see that one yet. Great. You're on top yeah. of the Chinese balloon. All right. Don't think you can say that. What do you mean? I think you're supposed to call it a Chinese bag of air. Oh, really? What? You that's, can't say balloon? That's the problem. People don't like the word balloon anymore. <laughs> K-Rock, uh, this hour, let's kick things off by getting you on a standby boarding list to travel to Manchester, England, and be a part of the final panic the disco show ever. K-Rock band calling it quits. And uh, congratulations once again, Brandon Yuri. Uh, that baby born, I believe, in the last day or two. Part of the reason that he's decided to enter the next chapter of his life. So let's let you help him close out this chapter by being at the show. Call it 20. Right now, we put your name on the standby boarding list so you get to travel to uh, Manchester and be at the show. 
This hour, lots to get to. I break down the importance of gambling with my very own children and explain to them why they may not go to college. This is how that sounded. Let's parlay with the over. I had to explain the value of a parlay with the over and why maybe there won't be a birthday party this year. <laughs> that didn't go great, but we'll get to that a little bit later this hour on the show. Also, um, MILFs are back. 2023 is turning out to be the year of the MILF. Yeah, some people on the text line were asking about that. They were like, is it because of Jennifer Coolidge making a big comeback? There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of pieces to it. It's a perfect oh, MILF. Coolidge isn't a MILF. She's a gilf. No, no. Well, now, now she's a gilf. But right. she originally kind of popularized the MILF back in right, American right, Pie right. Days. Back in the day, yeah. So but that's like over 20 years ago. I yeah. understand. But because yeah. now... When smoking the, was cool. Yeah, there's a, there's a <laughs> yeah, lot. It's still it's, it's leading to this. It's not just the new reality shows. It's a whole like kind of seismic shift in culture. So we'll get your MILF stories on the airwaves as well. But call it 20. We pick you up next on K-Rock. K-Rock, it's uh, Klein Alley's show. Yes, we are seeing a lot of you that are having difficulties getting through. Understandably, right now, phones are busy because people want to be caller 20 and get on that standby boarding list. And then others are concerned because they are listening to us locally in Southern California. They are attempting to call K-Rock at the same number that K-Rock has had for as long as I think K-Rock's been around, 800-520-1067. And they're hearing this message. The number you have dialed cannot be reached from your calling area. Why is a British woman telling you <laughs> that the number you are calling cannot be reached from your calling area when you are in our area. I don't understand. Where is she then? I don't. I think some. She's not in our damn area. She's the one not in our area. The number you have dialed cannot be reached from your calling area. I know that there is some stuff happening around here uh, involving the phones. We've had issues on and off pretty much since we started doing the show. I was told they'd be resolved. Clearly, they are not. Apologies from uh, us because we tell you to call. And uh, in a moment, I'm going to pick up someone who is technically caller 20, but I feel bad if you're trying to get through and you cannot and you're wondering why this woman from Manchester is telling you you can't come. <laughs> Do you want to see Panic at the Disco? Uh, well, so you can't. You won't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we're, all I can say is... Um, we're as frustrated as you are, okay? It's frustrating that these... Con these constantly happen yeah. and then we get information uh, like are you still having problems okay great we're gonna solve it and then another day goes by with nothing make it worse actually hey yes. uh rebecca yes how did you get through none of that applies to you you're caller 20 congratulations <laughs> thank you so much this is awesome thank you for waking up with us starting your day right here i'm gonna write your name down on this very short standby boarding list Pack a bag, get your passport ready, and hopefully we call you back and tell you you're off to Manchester to be a part of Panic's final show, okay? Thank you so much, guys. All right, you're welcome. For the rest of you, I'm sorry. Everyone on the text line hates her. I get it, and it's not her she's fault. She's No, she's not. She's a nice, Stupid working phone. nice woman who called through, and I don't know what's up. Lame Something's going on with something. I don't know if it's anti-Android or anti-iPhone, if there's some weird issue, but I don't think they're playing the right mess. Here's my theory. The message is supposed to say, sorry, phones are busy, and for some reason they're getting this woman. The number you have dialed cannot be reached from your calling area. And people are upset about it because they go, why can I not call K-Rock? I'm calling from Yeah, and we don't know, know if Santa it's Monica. where you're calling or if it's yeah, the carrier I, you have. I just or said all that. I know. I'm okay. just saying. Uh, I'm uh, reiterating <laughs> the same thing. I'm just saying it better. You know that <laughs> this year is turning into a couple of things. Obviously, right around here, it's an S show. But in the real world, good time... Yeah, you know, this year is turning into a couple of different things. Around here, it's turning like uh, Omar, I just said that. Oh, I thought that's what <laughs> we're doing shut, now. Shut up. <laughs> so, shut up, Omar. 
if you are a MILF, you know, you had a good run probably around, I would say, early 90s-ish, right? That was a good time? I think you had a good run around 90s, yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, you're a nine-year-old MILF? And then all of a sudden, it, it kind of became a taboo. It became, like, not as cool anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it did become taboo. Not as cool as it anymore. Thank yeah. you. And now, guess what, guys? The MILF is back. And they say that 2023 is going to continue to be a monster year for MILFs everywhere. Not only for actual MILFs, but for lovers of MILFs. And listen to this. Just some of the reasons why we've now got this kind of perfect storm of MILFness happening right now. Well, yeah. There's, so there's a few things. Number one, Jennifer Coolidge. And she was, like we just talked about, she was a MILF, now is a GILF. But she is making a huge comeback. So it's kind of reminding everybody of how great the MILF is. The second thing is that there are reality shows like MILF Manor coming out. And that's get, giving everyone this renewed interest in MILFs. Then you've added the fact that gauge gaps in relationships are becoming more and more common. And a lot of men are dating older women now. Sean Mendez, who not somebody we talk about often on the on the station, but he is now dating allegedly his 51 year old chiropractor, a woman who you know cracks his back on a regular basis. Now they're going at it, so it's becoming something that's not taboo anymore. It was the, it was in, then it was out. Now it's back in again. Ali, how old do you have to be a milf? And, and well, that's the other question. Do you even have to be? What is the most important? Or do important? you just have to have a kid? Or, like, right, I would argue... I think you, you don't, just have to have a kid. I would argue you don't have to but have then, a kid. Uh, look, I, I, I kind of thought MILF meant, in my mind, you were probably starting at f- late 40s, early 50s, I would oh, guess. Oh, I didn't think it was that old. Oh, how, when does a MILF start? 30s. I think it can start in the late 30s. Late 30s, mm-hmm. I think. 30s? Yeah. Mid to late 30s. With, with or without kid, must you have a kid? I, I think so. I thought you, you had have to have to, a right? kid. Yeah. But if you but if you reach mid forties, it can be either. Yeah, especially if you have OnlyFans. So if you are mid forties, that was very creepy. But okay. but don't have a kid. <laughs> I, I'm that just trying. Piece of it. Uh, Jake knows way more about this than any of us. Apparently. Uh, so what if, are you gathering in those tournaments? So if you, you if you have, I guess because Jake knows because as he's gathering the tournaments, all the moms are sitting there waiting for their kids to finish the tournament. <laughs> Jake's studying up. I'm going to search you later. So yeah. you think you do have to have a kid to be uh, a MILF? I think at the beginning of the MILF age, which or, begins in the mid to late 30s, you don't have to have one. But once you get to mid 40s, it's fair game. Anybody who is of that age or higher can become a MILF at that point. Okay. So the theory is you can be a MILF without having a kid. Allie claims that she has been with moms sexually before multiple moms yeah well the first one that i was with was she was older than i was obviously and she also had a kid that was i think two or three years old and i didn't know that when i started dating her and then she was like oh yeah my son and i remember thinking like whoa your mind was blown yes because you thought you were just having sex with a with a woman and we hadn't had sex yet oh this was on a date you this thought- was like our second or third date or something, and she mentioned her son, and I was Did like... Did it make it hotter, or was it a deal breaker? Oh, it made it so much hotter. Really? Oh, yeah. That's I was weird. Like, I was like, whoa, this is... My, my first thought was, whoa, I had no idea, and then I thought, is she going to introduce me to the kid? When does that happen? And then I was thinking, this is going to be really hot, because I've never hooked up with a mom before, and I remember when we did hook up, like... 
obviously I was in it. I wasn't thinking about it the whole time, but there were moments where it popped into my head where I was like, I'm doing a mom. You said, was, that, you said that to yourself? Yeah, it was weird. I hey, like had the thought in my head. Hey, Roy, you're on uh, K-Rock. What's up? Hey, so my daughter keeps using the word DILF. And, to uh, to and describe you or? Well, no, I'm already a DILF. I'm good. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, I saw DILF at work. A DILF came in. Um, oh, so the DILF oh, is making, DILFs a, are here making too. a run, too, right now. I can't figure so out. So would you consider somebody like Leonardo DiCaprio a DILF? Because he's an older guy. No, that but guy's he's... a pedophile. <laughs> no, he's not, Omar. That is not. He's dining like not, a 19-year-old. That, that is not an accurate. That is not. I just want to go ahead. That's not okay. even. That's not even. The guy's like 100 right years old dating that's, a 19-year-old. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah. There's something he's, creepy there. He's weird. Okay, Angela, you're on K-Rock. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Are, are you, uh, it's, it's not. It's not about age. It's. It's in the title. Milf is a mom. I'd like to. Or no. grandmother. Right. I'd like to. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. So the issue is, is the age has nothing to do with it, but they do have to have a child. Yes. Okay, that, so, it, that, yeah. that's, what's, that's what's interesting about the so whole thing. So even somebody who's like twenty-two-year-old young mom, that's a milf. I she, guess she if would, that would be by that she by would that say, rationale. I guess if you're being technical about it. Yeah, you but could, yeah, if you're right, if you're going to be te- if you're going to be technical. I think the term has gone past technicality to more of a I thought the idea behind it was a younger person having an attraction for somebody that's older than them who is still incredibly hot. Who Phil, most likely has a kid. Who Phil, most likely has a kid. Yes. Phil, you're on K-Rock. What's up? Yeah, and and I'm saying yeah, that's it's uh it's developed into the Gamilf world. I mean it's uh, uh, the what? Ganilf. The Gamilf. What's that? Gamilf grandmothers, we'd love to. All right, well, first of all. Where does the end come in? I thought in? it was Gilf. I think he's adding, I don't know what, <laughs> what the, is that the grandma's end? up. Gamilf. Listen, we're going to get to is your stories. Is planet Melmac? we got to take a break. We're going to come right back, but we'll get to your stories in a moment. Allie, if you've had a hot mom story, or you are a hot mom, this is your year, apparently. This is the research is showing this. This is like going to be the year, 2023. We'll get to that in a moment. 800-520-1067 to join the conversation. We'll do it next. <laughs> 2023, the year of the MILF. It's K-Rockets Klein Alley Show. We're not calling it that. That's what society has decided for a variety of reasons. The popularity of maybe the biggest star in the world right now, Jennifer Coolidge. People thinking back to her iconic role in American Pie. It's part of the reason. Then there's the reality show like MILF Manor that's happening now. There's a, Someone said there's a couple of dating sites, dating uh, apps that are designed for people that date MILFs. I mean, that was always a term that I felt was like a early 90s term and now I guess like a lot of things are early 90s fashion etc yeah are coming back it's coming back here in 2023 and MILF's one of those and we're still trying to figure out what is even classified as MILF there's so many different theories on the phone right now there's so no many one, different theories on text no too. one can agree on what what truly does make the MILF you, you're on K-Rock hi what's up what's up man so I, I need to clear this up a little bit there's a difference there's a MILF and there's a cougar the cougar is the one without without kids looking for the young cubs the MILF is in the title of Mom, I'd Like to, right. let's just say, Frolic. Right, right. Yeah? I thought you couldn't be a cougar, even if you don't have... You could be a MILF at I thought 30. cougars didn't need to be hot. Oh, you thought it was no, attractiveness. Cougars, okay, so cougars are just mature that look really good and that don't really have kids. They're just out at the bars Monday nights with all the friends. But the moms, those are the real MILFs. Those are the mothers, I'd like to frolic, if you will. 
Yeah, see, I thought that the, a cougar is just an older person who wants to date younger guys. And they could have kids that are grown up, but, I mean, if you're a MILF, you kinda, you're a mom. You have to be a mom, hence you need, you need the little ones, yeah? But I think the difference is, Klein, you're not going to brag about, like, yeah, I hooked up with a cougar. You're like, yeah, I hooked up with a MILF. Carrie, what say you on K-Rock? So, I think a MILF would have to be more about age, because you can be 22, 23, or younger, Mm-hmm. And have a kid. Right. I think it needs so, to be an age more, I mean, more age-based. who's going to consider a 22-year-old a MILF? That's where I, my head was at, but some are arguing that the second you, <laughs> ha- the second you have a kid, even if you're on 16 and pregnant, you're uh, a MILF. <laughs> yeah, no. Lindsay on K-Rock, hello. Hey, okay, so I am a MILF. Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah, story checks out. That's all we needed. All right, That's the verification. I mean, my son, my daughter and my son, they're 10 and 7, and now I'm 30. I would consider myself more enough now than when I was 19 when I had them. Okay. Let me get this straight. You had the kids when you were 19. Now you're 30. You did not consider yourself a MILF yeah. even though you were younger then, but now you consider yeah. yourself a MILF because you've been a mom for longer? Yeah, so I feel like it has to do with, like, age and also yep. being mom. I agree with that. Huh. That that tracks, that she's 30 now and has older but like, kids. I, but I didn't think, like, when I was 25, you know, like, hey, I'm a MILF, you know. No, you're just now a hot 25-year-old. Like, like, damn, I'm f***ing old. Right, yeah. right. Are you offended by the term MILF, or do you look at do you wear that like a badge of honor? I mean, if, like, some weird, creepy guy came up to me and was like, hey, you're a MILF, I wouldn't be like, hey, I wear that badge proudly right you know <laughs> i don't know i think it just kind of depends how right. i'm feeling that day it's like most things if a good-looking guy <laughs> were to say to you at the park hey you're kind of a milf you'd say well thank you uh good sir but if it's a creepy guy who does it then it's like all right leave me alone right that's exactly right yeah uh, thank you for so interesting um, all over the place still no real agreement on this so many different points on the text line 714 i think the milf is someone who is old enough to have a teenager if you think about it, it's teens who would use that term to describe their friends' moms. 626, last time I dated a MILF, oh. she kept talking about how it would be nice for me to work in, work in her cookie shop. I think she was just a weird, it was just a weird recruitment ploy. As a euphemism. 714. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, a, yummy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Love cookie, yummy cookie, cookie shop. shop. <laughs> uh, 714, on a practical sense, it's supposed to be somebody who is the age range of your own mother or grandmother. Oh, so it so changes. So it changes as you age. Oh, that's um, weird. 909, a MILF is not an age, it's an attitude. That's Being right. Being a mom means you have other responsibilities. It means you have terrible genes. Right. No, no. It me, no, Yeah, and, and that, the genes. And that's what I was getting at, Allie, earlier, that I don't think it matters, right? Like, I think you can be a MILF without a kid. Not in a traditional sense, but yeah, in but the vibe. Yeah, but you're of mom age. And, and I don't know, that I'm not watching that show, MILF, uh, Manor, what's it called? Yeah, MILF Mansion watch, or whatever. I'm not watching it, but I would watch watch it. I don't even know when it's on. But I do think there's probably going to be people on there that have kids. There's probably going to be people on there that don't have kids, but just are like mom MILF like. status. Yeah, MILF status. 562 said, I'm 25, and if someone sees me at the beach with a little bikini and my kid, I hope they look at me and say, look at that MILF. Yeah, that's the weirdest. Th- that 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 is the weirdest thing is that it does seem like it is people wear it proudly. I, could, I mean, Alec, every single F in line has got someone on there that I know. either claims to be a MILF, wants to be a MILF, Another aspires to be a MILF. Another person is asking if they're a MILF. When my kids were little, I worked as a dancer at a golf club. <laughs> yes. Now, yes, you're <clears throat> now I'm a chest. union electrician. Am I still a MILF? Mm, do you earn that? So it's about the job. I think you have to like... Um, 
Like an elevator has to be serviced every couple of years to earn that certificate again. <laughs> I feel like it's similar with the. Like, they have to do a checkover. Yeah, you have to do a checkover. All check right, over. turn around once. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You've, <laughs> you've lost your MILF status. We come right back. Shockingly, we have more to get to. Uh, I wish we get to these calls, but we have our big bet. Uh, keep in mind, this, uh, this winner, winner, chicken dinner is an opportunity for you to make some money on the big game on Sunday. We will break down one of the big prop bets you could be making money on give you our take on it, and I explain to my kids a thing or two about gambling. We'll get to that, and another shot for you to get on the standby boarding list to travel to Manchester. We'll do all of that, plus these calls continue to pour through at 800-520-1067. More next, K-Rock. It's K-Rock, it's Klein Alley Show. Uh, just about 25 minutes from now, we will get your name on the standby boarding list, travel to Manchester, England, and be a part of the final ever Panic Show. There you have it. If you're a fan of the band, you should be there when uh, Brennan Yuri says goodbye and that band uh, rides off into the sunset. You will be a part of that experience. We will get you there. It all starts with your name on the standby boarding list happening every hour right here. K-Rock, there's a big football game that's happening this weekend. I'm sure you're aware of it. It's the Eagles. It's the Chiefs. They'll be going uh, head-to-head, toe-to-toe. Allie told us yesterday the number is something like 16... Uh, no, no, that's way more than that. Is it $60 billion going to be gambled? How much? Oh, yeah, it was 70... I think it was $70.1 billion. Yeah, and that's just something the stuff like they, they know about. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine all the shady illegal stuff going on. There's even uh, some betting you can do on wing consumption. They've just set the number at 1.5 billion. They believe every year they estimate, and then they have a number of how many chicken wings were consumed mm-hmm. during the entire game. 1.5 billion is what that number is set at, and you can bet. You can actually put a bet on the over or under, and then I guess like the Chicken Council releases their findings yeah, but how at the do end. They really know. Well, they don't it, know. I think it's purchased. I guess, but like you don't know. I mean, I could like I bought wings a couple of weeks ago. They're sitting in the freezer, Me ready, too. ready to be dropped in the deep fryer. Oh, you have a deep fryer? You got to do it for the big days, the big exciting yeah. games. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, you got peanut oil. That's the oil you got to use too. There's really? a secret trade secret right there. Oh, all right. We got a bet every day this week. We're calling this thing "Winner Winner Chicken Dinner." Here we go. Let's do it. Oh, Al, you're not going to hit it. Nope. What? Okay. Um, I, I, I I will. Uh, I will. I said pull the intro for it's winner winner Why chicken did you dinner. Say that? When we were going on there, that's fine. <laughs> you, you, have, have you haven't on. been listening all day. That's fine. I said it before we came on air. I told you. you. Yes. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, that's what happened. Two it's seconds like, before Literally we went on. one second as we're putting our headphones on, you tell me to do something. Yeah. Winner winner. Praise your bitch now. Come on, come on. That's the wrong one. That's the big guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get to it. Uh, there's a lot of th- money you can, a lot of things you can gamble on. A lot of money to be made <laughs> on the uh, big game. And the one that we are going to do right now is an interesting bet. If you don't care at all about football, you may still care about the bet. It is which celebrity will be shown on TV first after the game starts. Now, there's a lot of celebrities that have. Like uh, that are fans of either the Eagles or the Chiefs. Like Bradley, they kept uh, yeah, Bra- showing yeah. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, yeah. huge Eagles fan. That's one of the guys you can bet. Yeah. I think, in fact, he's like the odds-on favorite right now. But then you got like Paul Rudd, who's a huge Chiefs fan, and everyone loves Paul Rudd. Yeah. So and he's going to be in the new Ant-Man movie. So like probably, he's probably out there, you know, showing that movie. But up. then at the Super Bowl, as you know, there's also the random just big-time celebrities that n- that don't really have oh, an affiliation yeah. to either team, but like they're just going to show Dwayne the Rock Johnson because he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So. We right now have an opportunity to put in our bets because you can actually make real money on this. But who do you believe will be the first celebrity that is shown on screen once the game starts? Does not. I don't think it counts until 
the kickoff. So it's the first celebrity they go to, to and they have to be shown on the broadcast, oh, on the television after broadcast. After kickoff? After kickoff, because before kickoff, there's like nine hours of pregame stuff. Does this have to be a, a movie or a TV star, or can it be a sports star? Uh, that Great question. I think it has to be someone that is not a, a former football player. That that's the baseball one. Baseball players. I think yeah, that would be acceptable. And it's, it can't be the family of people, the players. Wouldn't count as a celebrity. It wouldn't count as a celebrity because, like Patrick Mahomes' wife, you mentioned you hate her, but she no, is kind of a celebrity. But not a celebrity in this way. It has to be like someone that is known for something else. They've got their own thing that okay, they're known for. I know for. what mine is. Are right, we all locked down? Keep in mind, yesterday we locked in our bets. On uh, yesterday, it was uh, it was uh, which uh, commercial will be shown first between Doritos. And M&M's. Today, this is winner, winner, chicken dinner, bet number two. Whoever loses, whoever has the worst score after five days of gambling is going to have to buy the rest of us a chicken meal of the winner's choosing. And we'll bring some listeners to join us for that as well. And we've right. talked a lot all behind the scenes about which place that would oh, be. Oh, yeah. Because the winner gets to pick. Yeah, I think uh, Postmaster Johnny says Popeyes or nothing. He's locked in on Popeyes. <laughs> if he wins, he wants Popeyes. Uh, J- Jake, you were saying, where's Jake? You said the best chicken is where? Tokyo chicken, man. Oh, yeah, Tokyo. They got good tendies. They have cheddar bay biscuits there, no, too? No, they don't. All right, uh, we'll start with Allie. Allie, what say you? Which celebrity will be shown first? Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Now that we went over all the rules, I don't know if this person counts. Tom Brady? He doesn't count. Doesn't count. Why? We just said. Ex-football player. Literally just in the rules. Okay. Then um, so there was a celebrity that was making headlines yesterday because she announced that she's going to go, and they always show her when she's at games because she goes to basketball games too, and I'm going to go with Adele. Nope. Throwing that money in the trash. Okay. Muggs, who will be the first celebrity to get shown on the broadcast? It's got to be another well-known Philadelphian, uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, damn it. I was going to say Kevin Hart. God damn it. It's going to be it. Adele, you guys. They love showing Kevin Hart yeah. at these games. Everyone loves him. He's always in a good mood, and he's such a Philly guy. And he's oh. standing some next to someone who's like th- three feet taller than him. Right, right, right. Oh, it's definitely going to be That's Kevin everyone. Hart. That was <laughs> such a good bet. You can make real money on this bet, by the way. Uh, Omar, what say you? I'm going to go with Brad Pitt. I think he's a huge Chiefs fan, if I recall. Is he? Brad Pitt know. is a that's Chiefs fan, too. Yeah, that's Cameras do love Brad Pitt. They do look yeah. for any excuse to show up. Like instantly, ratings just spike. And the Super Bowl ratings take People's cameras just turn just on turn their own. Just turn to Brad Pitt? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, my penis just moved the camera to Brad Pitt. Excuse me. Uh, all right. Uh, what say you, Jake? Uh, what about another Philly guy who has a new show coming out, which means it might show him even more, is Sylvester Stallone. Oh. Well, he's kind of like a fake Philly guy because he's rocky. All right. That's a good, that's a good pick right there. That would count as a... Yeah, that would definitely count. I think um, only because I feel like the... the you know, it's, I really do think it's going to be a Bradley Cooper or a Paul Rudd because that, that, that has been the two, in my mind, the two big stars, even during the playoff run that they've kind of gone, gone to over and over again. And I, I gotta go. Which You're one go is Bradley Cooper? I'm not going Bradley Cooper. I'm gonna. I I think Paul Rudd is more universally loved. Yeah, so I'm gonna say it's mm-hmm. it's Paul Rudd will be the first the first one they show. Well, I don't know about celebrity fans, but I feel good about my pick. Does the Rocky statue count? No, the Rocky statue doesn't count. I think it counts. Yeah, because no, they're not gonna even be in Philadelphia, dude. They're in Arizona. Yeah, but yeah. My show some of the uh, shots of the city. Uh, yeah, they uh, do that, yeah but that doesn't count. We're talking about celebrity. I think it counts. You're taking the too many leaps. The actual person. Yeah, the actual person at the game, like at the game, they have to be there too. 
They're not going to put up with <laughs> an in memoriam. Nah. Okay, right, okay good lock point. It down. Jake uh, does make up his own rules. Yeah, yeah, Jake, yeah Jake just changed it completely. Just uh, do Fair bodies ever. of water count as a celebrity? Because if you think about it, the Pacific Ocean's kind of famous, guys. <laughs> take the ocean. No, we're not. No, so, you can't make the ocean. All right, so we're locked in. That second bet tomorrow, another bet, another chance. By the way, if you're wondering, uh, Bradley Cooper is the odds-on favorite for first celebrity to get shown. What are the odds? Lay money. It's like minus 130 or something like that. That's what they believe he'll be. the. Uh, but everyone we mentioned is mentioned there. And then the uh, second favorite is Kardashian. Any of the Kardashians, oh, they say, which is... Why? That, uh, that's what they're saying. If you want to make money on it, that's, uh. what, that, that's what they're saying. Hey, uh, uh, Francis, you're on K-Rock. Hi, what's up? Hi, Francis from Anaheim. I think Zach Nicholson. Does he go to the... He's, he's more of a basketball guy, right? I mean, he's more basketball. Yeah, I think he's busy having threesomes. And he's old now. Yeah, I don't think he's going. He's, no, he's old go, now. He's like, he's, 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 he can't go to a football yeah, game. He's not no, going to football he game. doesn't go anywhere. I think he's going to get there. He barely goes to Lakers anymore. <laughs> Take a super quick break, guys. So many thoughts. <laughs> we'll uh, be right back. When we get back, Ali's got the ADD news. Then we will get to uh, your chance to go on the standby boarding list to see an actual celebrity in action at his final show. Brendan Urie, Panic at the Disco. You, Manchester, England. We do all that coming up. K-Line. 106.7 K-Rock. Finale show. Ten minutes to go till we get your name on the standby boarding list. Mike, you're on K-Rock. What's up, dude? Hey, uh, so I know you guys had that little segment right now about uh, the celebrity that they're going to show on the Super Bowl first. Yep. I think it's going to be uh, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. They're... They're really big in Arizona. Um, I think they're natives of, of Arizona. Well, I think. Uh, well, that's the other thing to think about, right? Because they do show around. they they show celebrities from the, the 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 cities where the teams are from, but then they also yeah they do go locals as well. Here's the reason I don't think you're right though, because the game's on Fox, and the networks are always very incestuous, and they like to always promote whatever they've got going on. And Gwen and Blake are on The Voice, which is on NBC. So they like ten. They'll be like, you know, Fox would be more likely to be like, and there's Gordon Ramsay, coincidentally, star of <laughs> Nightmare Kitchen season forty-eight or whatever. Like right here on Fox, they love doing that stuff because they got all the eyeballs. So and there are all the racist news anchors. Yeah, there they are. It's all, <laughs> it's all of our, it's all of our racist news are. anchors from Tucker Fox Carlson. News. Hi, look Tucker. at them, look at them enjoy. <laughs> Let's figure out what's going on in the news here. Then we get you on the standby boarding list, and then a chance for you to win some tickets also to see Young the Giant. We'll do that all coming up right after nine o'clock here on K Rock. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Oh, shit, I left my stove on. All right. As we said earlier, approximately $70 billion will be gambled on the Super Bowl. Now, the teams themselves have their own methods for winning. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, that includes the Chiefs barber, Dewan Bonds. And he claims he is the key to success for the team. He will be cutting the hair of all of the players. And he claims that because he was forced to miss the last Super Bowl that the Chiefs appeared in, Mahomes lost to Brady and the Bucks because he was not there. So he claims Ooh. that if he cuts everyone's hair the way he's supposed to, him and 21 of his Chiefs teammates, Mahomes and the Chiefs will be victorious. Well, as you know, uh, Mahomes got a great haircut. Omar loves that guy. Omar hair. loves it. Loves it's like it. Your haircut. I do. Same, right. You know when the... everyone has to like show a picture of who they what they want their hair to yeah. look like. You think a lot of people going there with the Patrick Mahomes? Give me this look. Or a sideshow Bob. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know. I just kind of want this, where it's like nothing, but then it just goes crazy. Uh, it's that's one of the coolest parts about being a professional athlete. I think you know people always get focused on the millions of dollars and you know all the groupies, but the idea that you've got a 
travel barber that's just always there that can do a nice cleanup or a tight fade. Oh, well, they man, said his last sweet. haircut, Mahomes' last haircut was the day before the Chiefs' a- M- the AFC Championship game, game win over the Bengals. So he's getting a haircut pretty frequently. Yeah. And I guess that, that just goes to show it's you look good, you feel good. Not right? us, though. How come that didn't apply to us? We got haircuts this weekend. We, we didn't... From ha- a bunch of unlucky idiots. Yeah, we didn't come back feeling <laughs> great. I understand the concept of look good, feel good, perform well. I get that whole concept, but... For some but reason, if you have a bad haircut yeah. and then you're like, God, I got to go in front of millions of people. Right. I guess They're all we, gambling on this game and I look like an idiot. I guess when we come in here with a haircut and immediately Omar just laughs at our faces, we realize pretty quickly <laughs> that we don't feel good. Yeah. Um, all right. If you thought that Elvis the movie was overrated, here's something better for you. Agent Elvis, a show about Elvis being a secret agent, kicking ass and being voiced by none other than Matthew McConaughey. It is a cartoon coming to Netflix, and it features a fictionalized Elvis giving up his jumpsuit for a jetpack as part of a secret government spy program. Are you sure this is fiction? Holy Elvis! That's when a man dreams. (laughs) He can change the world. And this is just another example of kidulting. It's shows, I mean, there's heard swearing right at the beginning of that. They're cartoon shows that are built for adults. And there's a huge market for that. More and more adult cartoons are coming out. And you just put Elvis in a jetpack and put Matthew McConaughey behind it. It's going to be a success. I feel bad for all the people that move to Southern California with dreams of becoming a writer that have... Lots of ideas, constantly hear the word no, they go in, they pitch it, they write a script, no, 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 and then they see like, someone's just like, Elvis, Jetpack, McConaughey, they're like, sold. Yep, done. (laughs) Done. Straight to series. Someone's like, but I was... (laughs) I was writing a show for years. It was something original. Tibetan monks. <laughs> a rom-com. Just the dang tank shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, that's cool. I will be watching. I will too. All right. The Pope is doubling down on his comments about the LGBTQ community. A few weeks ago, he dropped a bombshell. It was at least a bombshell for the Pope, saying that he didn't think being gay was a crime. It was a huge moment for gays everywhere. He uh, then said, he said the original statement in an interview. Now... It seems like he is actually really leaning into this, and he's even clarified, no, I'm dead serious about this, and I've got some other religious leaders in my corner backing me up. He's even calling out some specific countries that have anti-gay laws and telling them to get with the program. So this is just the beginning. This pope is the coolest pope ever, and he's even calling on countries to say, hey, you got to change your ways. This is, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, this is bigger than gay marriage. It's huge. The fact that they could change these laws and that the Pope, the Pope, is behind it. If he really wants to double down, though, you know what he should do. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right? Let's be honest. So to get that holy water? I mean, that's... If I, mean, I get it. Words. Talk is cheap, Pope. You want to show All right, the world? You know what? I'll get the gays together. Yeah. We'll write a letter. And we'll tell him what he really needs to do to show his support. When I see him on a float, that's that's, when I know he's really with the program. Take a break. We get back in a second. When we return, though, we give you tickets. uh, No, we give you uh, potential tickets. I think you get like a standby boarding ticket, which means uh, it's not valid yet. But if we call your name, you'll be traveling to Manchester, England to go to the final, final Panic at the Disco show. Your next chance. Two minutes right here, K-Rock. This is the world famous K-Rock. Welcome to K-Rock, Tuesday morning, 9 o'clock. Now's a great time for you to call us if you would like to be on the standby boarding list. Once in a lifetime opportunity to go to Manchester, England and see the band Panic at the Disco for the final time ever. Oh, think of the FOMO. 
all your friends will have when you're posting stories on the gram of you there enjoying all that panic for one final time. Caller 20 right now. He really made us believe that things are possible. That's right. Remember that mantra. Things are possible for you. And welcome to the show. I'm Klein. There's Ali. Hello. Jake the Nerd. DJ Omar Khan hey. on the ones and twos. And of course, taking those calls right now. You got Postmaster Johnny back there. Beer mug running around with his microphone doing God knows what. We uh, we got a lot to get through this hour. We're going to do some clickbait. Uh, I had to have a sit down with my kids and explain to them that daddy's going to gamble a lot of money on the Super Bowl. And if I lose, they're going to have to sell some toys. So we went through their room and went picked which toys they were going to sell. They once It didn't end well once again. Well, do they pick the ones that are worth the most money? Because that's what they should do. They tried to pick Barbie ones. Barbie Dreamhouse has a great resale value. I told them real estate is key. You got to sell that Dreamhouse now. Can't just go with some Barbie that has one leg on it. But they said mortgage rates were not at a good time right now. So I said, <laughs> all right, you kids know more than I do. I get it. We'll get to that this hour as well. And as always, we have a totally live and interactive show. Whatever's on your mind. 800-520-1067 for you to join the conversation. On the text line, on the phones. Lots of ways to get involved. We will pick up Caller 20 as soon as this song is done, and then we get into a brand new hour of show. Go nowhere. K-Rock continues next. All right, it's K-Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. Now that you are in the right place, let's go ahead and make your day a whole lot better, shall we? Caller 20, we've been doing this all morning. It'll continue to happen even when we get out of here. Nicole and Megan, Kevin, get you through the rest of the day and get you more spots on the standby boarding list. And then, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and call the winner. It's been a lot of fun. This has been the best part for, me, for us since we're not eligible to win. The best part for us, selfishly, is been able to call the people and let them know, you've got a vacation plan in 2023. And what you're a gonna, great moment. You're going to go yeah. see a band and don't worry about anything. Just just pack a bikini or whatever it is. I'm not sure if any... A bikini? That's what I tell everyone. <laughs> hey, uh, Manchester? Mike, Mike in Valencia, how goes it? It's going great. Did I win? Pack a bikini. Well, I don't know if a bikini will look that good on me, but uh, I'll pack something. Doesn't uh, matter. You are a caller 20, and you are on the standby boarding list to travel all the way to Manchester, England, and see the final Panic at the Disco performance ever. Hold on, all right? I will hold on. Great, and thank you guys so much. For the amazing show that goes on every morning here? Is that what you were going to say? Is that the number one show? All right. Oh, no, man. Great. He tried. Uh, hold on one second. That's Mike, guys, on line four. Uh, if you would like another shot to win, fear not. You'll have another opportunity coming up every hour today, so just keep it right here on K-Rock. The Internet was designed for two reasons and two reasons only, and it's very difficult to go to any website and do what you want to do without being fooled by the clickbait to see, like, is my name the name of the most likely to cheat? Or is right. this the day that I'm most likely going to have a heart attack? They do that on purpose, man. They get inside of our brain. It's time for us to break down some clickbait. Here we go. Bait. Got a good one this week, too. I know everyone was thinking about. Bait. We'll start with this. Uh, this animal is responsible for killing the most humans every single year. Mm. It's your neighbor's labradoodle. Watch out. That was going to be my guess, Klein. You, you joke and laugh. Oh, you think dog? I think a dog, yeah. No. I mean, just because they're so common. Most people have a dog or know somebody who has a dog. I mean, you're going to encounter dogs. Dog attacks happen, unfortunately. And then, oopsies, they're dead. Uh, okay, that's an interesting way to look at it. Uh, Ali says dog is the number one animal that is responsible for the death of the most humans every year. Jake the Nerd, what's up? Hippopotamus. 
A hippopotamus? Why? Yep. Are, are, are humans encountering <laughs> hippo hippos all the time? I've read this before, that hippos kill oh. a lot of people per year. Okay. You believe that, Jake, well, let me just get this straight. You believe that, that enough it, people are around hippopotamus? I, uh, or I've been to five zoos in the last year. I still haven't seen a hippopotamus. Because they're always sleeping in the water. They're, 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 you better watch out, buddy. They'll get you. <laughs> is that a serious answer? It's a serious answer. You think the hippopotamus is responsible for the most human, of all animals, is responsible for the most human deaths? Yep. Okay. Omar Khan. This animal uh, is responsible for the most human deaths every year. You can't pick hippopotamus because it's Jake been, already it's picked been taken. It. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with bear because you know every, oh. everybody thinks like the bears are cute and cuddly and they're not gonna maul you to death, but they'll maul you to death. Well, and everyone wants to get pictures and stuff too. That's yeah. the other problem is people want to get close. Now, before I clicked and got the actual answer, which we'll give you in a second, in my mind I already said this is probably one of those ones where the answer is chicken. Because they're probably oh, taking like bird flu food, or food poisoning oh. and all that. Like I think when you think animal responsible for human death, yeah. you assume it's it like means, your deli meat. Right. It's yeah. right. That's kind of what I thought. Like think of all the people that probably ate, you know, uh, bad chicken, and then you know things took a turn for the worse. I would imagine that's got to be a higher number than hippopotamus for sure. <laughs> hippopotamus, better watch out, man. Dangerous. <laughs> Correct answer is mosquito. Oh. None, none of you are right. That's you, not an animal. I, that's an insect. It's what? <laughs> whatever, nerds. It's it's an uh, animal. Is that? No way, it's hippopotamus. It's not, it's not hippopotamus, it's not hippopotamus Jake. Jake. He's looking at the pe paper I'm right now. The paper. Hippopotamus is not even on the top 20 list, by the way. Well, you're, you're fine if you encounter hippopotamus. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, they yeah. said they're really safe. Yeah. Yeah, even dogs is higher on the list than hippopotamus. Uh, there you go, Jake. You're Bear wrong, wrong, out. wrong. I think the chances... Mosquito makes sense, though. Yeah, of course. It spreads the all dang. the bad stuff. All, all, everything. The Zika and the... And the it you know, all Zika? goes back to the mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. In the topic of uh, death, oh, scientists have looked over all airplane crashes... And I know we've talked about this seat as being the safest before, but now they have determined which seat on the airplane is the most fatal. Avoid, fatal. when you're picking your seat on an airplane, avoid this seat because scientists have said this one is now the new most fatal. Meaning if that plane goes down and you're in this seat, your chances of survival are the absolute lowest. Pilot. Interesting. Ali says cockpit. Mm -hmm. I don't even think that was, I mean, I'll say you're wrong right now, okay. but... But okay, that's what Ali says. Cockpit, uh, Jake. Uh, then our seat next to a hippo. Good guess. <laughs> yes, it'll eat you before it dies. I guess hippo. Uh, front row. Front, front row. row hippo. Yeah. <laughs> I used to always think to myself as I walked by all those smug people in first class. Well, at least if you're dying, dying and you're right. dying and you're dying. At least if this thing goes down, the C group is going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, your silverware's going to fly. Point two seconds longer than you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I look at it. Yeah. Uh, Jake says first row, first row. Uh, Omar. Uh, I'm going to go with the back of the plane because I, I I have a feeling like when the plane goes down, the nose kind of, you know, hits the ground, but it kind of glides a little. Oh, and then the tail end just slams and then it goes boom. Right. So if you're in the back of the plane, you're dust. Good huh. sound effects. That's Thank right. You. That's how it is. <laughs> How's that go again, Omar? It goes down and then boom. <laughs> <laughs> no one's right yet again, and I'm actually surprised. This is science that broke this down. They looked at all the numbers, and they said that the seats that actually have the highest ch 
chance of death if the plane goes down are the aisle seats near the wing. Oh, oh, the, the aisle? The aisle. I didn't think that was safer seats. because you're in I, the middle of the plane. Once again, that's what I would have thought. I always thought that was the best area to be in. I know we learned the safest, they claim, is a middle seat in the back third of the plane. They always say if you're in the middle and the back third, that's your best chance of survival. Especially which, between two overweight people because then you got cushioned. That's the that's what you should do every time. Book some hippos. Yeah. It, <laughs> smart check. Smart. They're saving you this time. Uh, so th- that's where they say. So when you're picking your, uh, picking your seat right there, everyone goes, Oh, sweet. I got an aisle. That's awesome. I may want to avoid it. Yeah, but you got to pay extra. So wait. You pay extra you, for death. You pay extra for... Okay, That's it. what they say. We'll go to one final one here. Quick, babe. Babe, hold on. I, I, I knew this was going to start happening now. This is the problem with doing this interactive oh show. Oh, Is that you start to get these people that call in. Lydia, <laughs> you're on K-Rock. Hi. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, good morning. Good morning. Um, I was funny, and yesterday, literally, um, I was doing trivia questions with my kids. I'm a teacher at a school, and uh, and our quest, the question was like, what's the deadliest animal? And hippo was the answer. Oh, okay. like, that continuing. wasn't the question. I'm just so I, had, so I just wanted to call in and just say I, I agree with Jake. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, Omar's right though. That wasn't the question. The question is which animal is responsible for the most human deaths. It's and, not who, which one's the most deadly. Yeah, yeah. I, trust me, I would pick a, I would pick a hippo to beat a mosquito in a fight <laughs> if I was picking. I wouldn't. But uh, well, uh, yeah, I guess. it's a slow, it's a slow payoff, I guess. What did you just call me? I, I called no, you know. <laughs> I didn't call you a slow pal. And finally, this will be the last one in clickbait. This word is apparently instantly going to make you hornier after hearing it. According to science, this word instantly makes you hornier after hearing it. Free. <laughs> Free. Cheap, cheap alley, of course. <laughs> Allie says free. Uh-huh. Allie's the only one I know that self-pleasures to Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. <laughs> That's her visual stimulation. 20% After off. my return processes and that money goes right back into my account. Oof. Omar, this word, and this is uh, it's apparently works on both genders. Huh, uh, steak. Oh, interesting. Meat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is that something food related? Jake the Nerd. Hippo. (laughs) No, uh, wet. wet. (laughs) Ew. I didn't say moist, I said wet. Okay. What is it? Is anyone right, Klein? Uh, no one is right. But it's interesting to hear what you guys all think. Allie, give a real answer. Free is really what you think? Um, I think like. Uh, no, I don't know. I think it's like sweaty or something. Like if someone's like back from the gym and they're all like, mm, I'm kind of sweaty. The word sweaty, you think, gets yeah. people turned on? Mm-hmm. Well, we have to take a break. I'll tell you that word. The first word I say out of my mouth when we get back will be the word. So get ready to get horny next. Klein Alley. 1067 K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Sunday, Super Sunday. Big game, big party, big eating. It's my favorite eating day of the entire year. Uh, I know that we've gotten into the argument before. Is it the best eating day? Some have argued 4th of July. Some have said... Clearly, the best eating day of the year is Thanksgiving, but something about Super Bowl Sunday. All the foods, all the best foods, all the appetizers, the party subs, the wings, like double dips are not at one layer. They're at like nine layers minimum. Well, I think what's great about it is that it's not just one sitting. Like Thanksgiving, you got the Thanksgiving dinner and that's it. You can have the leftovers later, but it's just kind of one meal. The Super Bowl food is like noshing and grazing 
like a pig for three and a half hours. Yeah, when you and start that's what's great. Ordering your sub in, uh, you know, in meter form or you know, foot, yeah. when you're like a, one of those six, seven, eight foot parties. You need more than one person to carry it. Am I the only one that gets excited? When I see a party sub, I don't even love the sub, but boy, like I get, <laughs> I think it's like an, I don't care about Stonehenge at all. That means nothing to me. When I see a massive party sub or a dip that's like nine layers. You're but like, that is a, that it, must have been created by the Mayans. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. I find it to be artistic. It's mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. And everyone's got their own way of uh, picking the winners. I mean, we sent mugs into the streets to find out if people had any thoughts about it. Excuse me, sir. Who do you think is going to win the big game? Uh, I don't even know who's playing, so, so I don't know. So we had real good inside information on things like that. Uh, clearly, you know, people that were very concerned about it. It's a big deal. I mean, he approached lots of different people that gave us their thoughts about uh, the Super yeah, but, Bowl. Yeah, but those are probably the people that would guess the right winner. Probably, because they're not putting any thought into mm -hmm. it. Excuse me, who do you think is going to win the big game? Uh, what big game? Super Bowl on Sunday. It's uh, the Super Bowl's the Sunday. So once again, inside information. We have it right here on K-Rock. And then I decided, because, uh, you know, I like to gamble. And I don't think my kids know what gambling is. So I decided to teach them about gambling. And explain to them well, how you've been wasting their money. I didn't explain that entirely. It's not their money. Let's go for I hope both teams have fun. That's not my kids. They would never say something no. dumb like that. That's the woman. Here's my kids. Here we go. I'm just getting upset about you. All right, listen. Olivia and Sienna, I want to tell you something. Daddy does something called gambling. Okay? Do you know what gambling is? I don't know. Do you ever see Daddy watching football games and yelling at the TV? Yeah, you yell at me. That's a four-year-old throwing me out of her room. She doesn't want to be a part of this. Leave? She told me just to leave. <laughs> She's turning to leave. Your family yes. has no yes. respect for you. Yeah, she told me to leave. <laughs> you would want me to gamble? Dad, stop. You keep getting a bad idea and a good idea about these things. And How important on a 1 to 10 scale is college for you girls? Move. Move. Um, of course, it's very important more important than let's say uh parlay with the over what's parlay with the over <laughs> so who's gonna win the super bowl the philadelphia eagles or the kansas city chiefs but what does the eagles do they play football and what do the other one do the chiefs they play football and the birdies yeah the, the eagles the, the birdies eagles. the birdies oh, are gonna win she says the eagles I'm going to go ahead and assume that means that I'm allowed to gamble with their future college fund. Eagles. There you have it. I'm going to take all the money, and we're going to put it on the Eagles. Right, girls? Yes. And if we lose, I guess worst thing that will happen is we'll just sell all the toys. No! All right, we'll just sell the TV. No! If we lose, I guess we can always just cancel Netflix and Disney+. Plus. No! Want this on your radio? I do not want to do the same on your radio. She's not a fan of the radio okay, show. She's give, not giving your consent to Smart air kid. her voice. Well, she could sue you. She could sue me. That's true. <laughs> and then she did the one thing that she knows I hate more than anything else, Allie. So, in closing, what, why are you taking off your pants? Because I'm going to show my vagina. Oh my god! And my butt. Uh, and that's it. And my butt. And I said that's it. We're leaving. <laughs> And I got out of there. That's how she threatens me. That's that's her, like, kryptonite to yeah. get you to leave the it's room? Like, get the hell out of here. Because <laughs> I'm going to show my vagina and my butt. Uh, so, all right, I'm out. It's you win. Such a kid thing to Unbelievable. do. Unbelievable. Get out of here. I'm going to show yeah. my vagina and butt. Uh, <laughs> you have so no defense. You're no just defense. like, okay, she I'm going to go. So my money is uh, on the Eagles based on that. My very... money's on your kid. I will invest in whatever <laughs> she's doing. I'm putting $200 on the vagina. <laughs>
for sure. Klein Alley. Inspirational song to get out of here on. It's K-Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. We are going to uh, wrap it up. And I believe it's uh, the great Nicole Alvarez who will be in here in just a few moments. Get you through the next four hours of your day. Get you on that standby boarding list so you can travel to Manchester, England. If this is the first you're hearing about it. Well, here's the good news and the big news. Destination number four, K-Rock World Tour 2023, sends you to Manchester, England to go to the final panic at the disco show ever. So many people have been reaching out on the text line that can't get through, telling us their great panic stories of seeing them at K-Rock shows over the years, and uh, said that this would make everything feel full circle. I get it. I hope you win. But uh, got to get your name on the standby boarding list. More chances every hour. And that will start again very soon right here on K-Rock. Takeaways from today's show before we say goodbye to you. Uh, let's see. Five, six, two. My takeaway is being called a mother effer is cool again. That was fascinating. Hearing all those women call in and describe what they believe mm-hmm. MILF to be, I think we came up with the new official de- definition of MILF in 2023. 818, my takeaway is if you need to practice knife throwing, do it at a park near Klein. Because he right. won't say anything say about nothing. it. Uh, your secret, <laughs> secret is safe with me. I'm, uh, I'm looking out for hippos. That's all I'm looking out for. <laughs> and uh, 818, my takeaway is ninja stars are cool, but not as cool as smoking. That's right. Omar, <laughs> once again, quote Omar That's Khan. Right. He's the anti-surgeon general. He's going to put little messages on all the packs that say, you're cool. Keep doing it. Omar, your takeaway today's show. Uh, You have to be an actual ninja to throw ninja stars. Right. If not, it's just a throwing star. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, context for everything we're talking about now. Check out the full show available podcast form wherever you get your podcast. We don't just say that, but it really means a lot. If you could download, listen, subscribe, comment, review, all that good stuff. Uh, Jake, then our takeaway. Our receptionist is just a nice lady from Manchester. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, don't call. True. That's that's a weird thing. We're going to figure hey, that out. Are we going to get that fixed? No. What the hell? No, we're not. Because this woman is Ugh. giving everyone the message. The number you have dialed cannot be reached from your calling area. Beautiful, lovely lady. Al, your takeaway. My takeaway is that our receptionist is just a nice lady from Manchester. Yeah, there you go. Allie crushing it. (laughs) Original thoughts all show long today. We are going to get out of here. Omar's going to take us away. We'll see you again tomorrow, same time. If you need us in the meantime, socials open for the DMs. Klein Alley Show. Find us there or the Goat Line, 844-956-GOAT. Bye. They feel that, you know, that they feel that, that, um... They say good things must come to an end, which is why we cannot quite figure out why this podcast ended today, but it's over. And you know what? You can brag to your friends that you finished a podcast because no one has ever done that before. No, you're the first ones ever, so I'm pretty sure we're the only ones in the podcast game. Thanks for checking out the show. You know, this is also a live radio show. That's right. And follow us on social media because you're nothing without your followers. That's what they say. At Klein Alley Show. Or look for us under our alter ego, Joe Rogan. Wait a minute. That guy's got too many followers. Nope, that's okay. Find us at Klein Alley Show. And thanks again for checking out the podcast. Subscribe, leave a comment. It means the world to us. And we'll do it again tomorrow, unless it's a Friday, in which case, thank God it's Friday. But it could be a Wednesday. Oh, fuck you, Wednesday. Ooh, we can say fuck now. Fuck, 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 fuck. This podcast is now considered mature. Cool. Sweet dibbit.